Live. This is a journey into sound. This is a journey into sound. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimensions, new values. Pop up the volume, pop up the volume. Pop, 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 pop. Hello, people. Welcome to Sound City Radio. But sweat inside my hand So I dig into my pocket All my money spent So I just keep up Still coming up with lint So I start my mission Leave my residence Thinking how I could I get some dead presents Since I need money I used to be a sick up kid So I think of all the devious things I did hey, I used to roll up To dig a hole up Ain't nothing funny Stop smiling You still don't nothing move But the money But now I learned to earn Cause I'm righteous I feel great, so maybe I might just search for a nine to five. If I strive, then maybe I'll stay alive. So I walk up the street, whistling this, feeling out of place, but man, do I miss a pen and a paper, a stereo, a taper, me and Eric being a nice big plate of fist, which is my favorite dish, but without no money, it's still a wish. Cause I don't like to dream about getting paid, so I dig into the books of the rhymes that I made. So now to test to see if I got pulled. Hit the studio, cause I'm paid for it. My choice. Even London Pop up the volume, pop up the volume. Wait a minute, you better talk to my mother. Yeah, people. Like I said, welcome to Sound City Radio. Here we practice freedom of speech. Freedom to grow and freedom to learn and know. All I ask you to do is um, be real, be safe, and be ready. Yo, what happened to Pete? Yo, what happened to Pete? I want to introduce y'all to um, my brother while I live. This show is called Life. And he got to talk this poor yard tonight. So if y'all ready to get down, I'm gonna need y'all to slow down. We're about to get injected up in here, baby. <laughs> well, live, you in the building, man? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Live, but the show's all yours, man. I'm gonna fall back like a Cadillac. You know what I'm saying? Hey, happy, happy big birthday, good brother. 
Oh, thanks, dog. You already know, man. I can't believe it. This is, um, I'm three days old now. Shoot. I made it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You already said I'm a young buck anyway, so I'm going to say, all right, well, bet. I'm three years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Over yeah. oh, well, a 50-cent piece. So now I got socialized in disguise. Matter of fact, I don't even sound right. But anyway, yeah, man. You're <laughs> <laughs> you 19 again, good brother. Shoot, I never lost that. I'm still <laughs> like a bug bunny on crimpers. You know what I mean? <laughs> what the hell does that look like? I'm still trying to figure that one out. <laughs> my man, my man. Big Chilly Willie, what's going on with you, brother? Anything good, though? Yo, man. I'm about to turn up, man, because if you go on YouTube at 2 Will of God, um, um, I got this Villanova chant that I did it. You know, I made it for him, and they actually won last year. So, since Villanova won twice, whole weekend for me, birthday presents, I put up the daggone, um, what's it called, Um, the the link on my YouTube. If y'all pull up Villanova chant or New Eagles chant or what now, Kevin Hart, or if you want to pull up Spontaneous TV or Spontaneous or anything else you want to see, like tribute to Howard Eskin, you're going to pack the hell up. But this Villanova chant is like gold because it's starting to go all over Villanova and the world because WIP, Angelo Cataldi and them, Howard Eskin and all them Mm -hmm. Ike Reese, whatever, they know what it is. So they're waiting for me to stand up. The city's waiting for me to stand up. And I've been sitting the hell down. What you waiting for? What you waiting for? I I don't know. Somebody told me all the time, man, you scared of success. It's not being scared of success. I'm scared Mm -hmm. of the situations called my children getting played with by multiple people that want to get to me by going through my kids or having their children say, yo, you know what? Um, I know how to get into that family. (laughs) We're going to make sure his daughter get pregnant and then we're going to make sure his sons get my kids pregnant. I'm like, no! We ain't doing nothing that. Because I don't want to be a grandfather yet because I still ain't not be a tag on. You know what I mean? I'm still growing the hell up to be a man, 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 man. And when I become that man, 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 that means I'm made. (laughs) That means I'm paid. When you made, does that mean you paid or does that mean you just got a higher grade? What does that mean? You got anything, man. Not at all. Well, shout out to all the made men out there. Put your hands up. No, don't even put your hand up. Keep your hands. Put your eyes up. There you go. How 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 do we get to your YouTube channel? What's the link? Oh, um, number two, two will of God, and Instagram is two will underscore of underscore God, and Twitter is DJ underscore Chill twenty two. Facebook, you already know. So um, people follow and lead it because I'm Dan. I'm sure enough not riding in the Honda, but I can if they give me one. But that's another story. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just slipped out. You know what I'm saying? I'm just looking for something. (laughs) Oh, yeah. By the way, I know your topic is going to be hitting the the grains, but somebody said, and they sent it on Facebook today. I looked at it. Even though people leave on Facebook because of the bull crap that's going on, like, you know, hackers getting your information. So, people, if you want to put your information out, please beware because if there's hackers doing it, 
Imagine right. if somebody else does it that wants to copy you and become you and oh. look like you, called an android or, right. you know, a robot. And if you get mad because you walk down the street going to the supermarket or going wherever you at and you see yourself go by you and try to duck away from you, <laughs> I advise you to run after that nigga for a long time. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because <laughs> you yeah. might just get got. You don't know what that nigga doing. And he look just like you do? Oh, hell right. no. So, you know, be careful with y'all put out there because some of y'all are stupid. Y'all be putting mm. everything out there. And I'd be like, damn, that really just happened? So I ignore it because right. I don't want to have it in my brain cells anymore. So I act like I can't see. So okay. what I'm trying to tell the people, mm. um, there's this thing called food. And right. it's coming out to a theater near y'all. <laughs> uh-huh. Somebody put it on Facebook today. Uh-huh. They got their first package from Donald Trump of the food. That he's giving to everybody, right. you know. If you got a um, a food stamp card, uh, access yeah. card, you're not allowed yeah. to go to the um, supermarkets no more. They're going to mail you the food <laughs> that they want you to eat, which will inspire you. This that ain't work. Oh my gosh, she just got it. She put it on that Facebook. I looked at it. That's what? He just did it. I'm telling you. Go on my Facebook under capital C. Capital H, lowercase I, capital right. L, capital L, lowercase I, Q and E. Better known as DJ Chill, but it wouldn't let me put DJ Chill up there. I don't know why. So I had to put Chalik, because sometimes the girls like the way I speak. You know what I'm saying? That's the only reason why. But anyway, anyway. And then O three. 3 But check it out, man. It's going to blow your mind, because the food they're giving us look like crap. No. You would give that to your dog before you give it to your brain. I was like, nigga, look at this. Well, welfare, welfare is ran through a, is a state program. So you're talking about something done on a federal level. The state would have to, each state would have to approve it. So I, I don't think that would never happen, bro. Well, look, then guess what? Well, she lives in Philly. It's an old lady. She lives in Philly. And she mm-hmm. got it on her Facebook because she got the box. I saw the wrapped up bologna in the background. Two mm-hmm. of them. You know the bologna that you get from the supermarket that, that says right, right. beef, but it's real cheap? Right, That right. bologna. <laughs> I saw that nigga sitting right there. You know the one with the red tape around it. <laughs> <Stop> baloney. <laughs> no, bro. He probably got to fill a bundle box or something and try and play off. Yo, I, man, if she is, I uh, pray to God that's cool. But if it ain't, I've been hearing that Donald Trump is taking us to the new school, and we ain't gonna like it, especially no. if black. I doubt it, bro. Something's right, done bro. on the state level, man. Something's All done right, on another. Because it might be, you know, it might be different packages for different people. You know, the Mexicans get this type of package. The black people get this type of package. The white people get that type of, you know, package. <laughs> but the um, people that's elegant, <laughs> you know, they got money, they're going to get that type of package. And it's going to probably have a ribbon around it like, see, this ain't that same old package that everybody else get. This one got a ribbon on it. Look at it. They go open it up, they see... Damn, T-bone steak dinners. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wrapped yeah. up nice and cooked by a chef. And it ain't Chef day. It's one of them chefs that, you know, came from Italy or something. <laughs> yeah, man. Things gonna change, man. But, but, but I ain't lying. This <laughs> shit. Bro, you crazy, Them niggas man. can cook too. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna hold you. This is your show. I'm all in the way. Fall back. No, you good, Holla, man. What? You good, what's the YouTube channel, though, brother? Oh, damn, I said it three times. I no, said, what is it about? What is it about? 
Huh? My YouTube is just two will of God, like number two, two will of God, and it just has all different things. See, I got like 200-something, maybe now 250 videos that I still got to launch, but YouTube makes me mad because they say write a description. So I'm like, what? <laughs> I ain't trying to keep on typing in the description and all that. So what yeah. I'm going to do, people, don't get mad at me because I might do it later unless y'all want to help me and do some, you know, editing. I'm just going to give you all the raw and uncut version of it. So I'm going to just call it Yep. Y-E-P. <laughs> I'm going to say Yep 1, Yep 2, <laughs> Yep 3, <laughs> Yep 4. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if y'all just got to look at the video, then you understand. You go, yo, what are you going to do? Go to Yep 1. That nigga crazy. Go to Yep yeah. 2, man. No, I saw Yep 17. You didn't get that one yet? <laughs> Damn, we got 17 out already? Man, that ain't going to flow. So, yeah, man, I got a lot of work to do. And I, I know how to edit stuff, but I don't want to do it. Because they right. want me to do more shows. They want me to do, you know, I got, I'm got. i in a choir now, the Tri-State Choir, where I'm singing. Mm-hmm. And we got to go all over the place. Hopefully, when we go to one of them churches, we ain't going to get shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm just like, yo, I'm going to yeah. hold on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's bad people talking. They're trying to sit there. Look, look, look. They're doing Jesus. All right, get them. As soon as they get, as soon as they land. What? Wow. What? I'm telling no. you, man, it's going to get down to the point where if you walk around holding the Bible, you're going to be looking like you in China. Them niggas get shot or locked up. Dang. No, it ain't going to yeah. come up, bro. Come on. That's freedom of religion. What is, you can believe what, well, you what does it mean? What does it mean when they say they're going to, um, what's this thing called? They're going to, um, what's it called? They're going to try to turn this, this city into a com no, this country, this United mm-hmm. States of America into a communist country with a dictator, you know, doing this thing. Cause it seemed like we're moving that way. Everybody likes the power of saying, do what I say and nothing else. No, that ain't that never happened, my family. Never. Well, did you did you see the black did you see the uh Boston Tea Boston um tea party? It looked yeah. like it just happened yesterday. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Them niggas, white people and black people came together all over the world. Like the Boston Tea Party. Like they were throwing tea in a damn freaking whatever it was, Lake River. I don't know what the hell it was. But uh-huh. they was coming together about these guns, man. Well, and yeah. now we got these copycat killers. And somebody said to me that five people have, uh-huh. have since the gun thing just went down, Five people have been a, been assaulted, and thirty-two people have been attacked by gun, by, by, you know, in a in a in a school setting so far. Mm-hmm. So this thing is starting to come out a little bit more hardcore, and now mm-hmm. they're trying to make it to the point people, if y'all smoke weed out there and y'all want that medical card so bad so you can spend your money and make money, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna make sure that if you have a gun. If you have a medical weed card, you mm. have to turn in your permit, period. Because they don't want you all high, because some of them don't know how high you get. See, some people just take two puffs and pass it. Some people say, yo, uh-uh, wait a minute, <laughs> that's mine. I'm going to smoke this whole blunt through the head, and then I'm going to pass it. Like, what? These people, these young kids now, they don't mm. even know how to handle Stuff and they smoke on like five to seven blunts at a time, and they feel good so they can walk around and say they high. Mm. When you get that high, you open up a whole nother dimensional door. 
Because mm. now you're seeing things that other people can't see. Right, Just right. like when you other drugs. Each drug makes you do something different right. to your body and to your spirit and your mind, body, and soul, I should say that. Because it's crazy how it used to be back in the day. Uh-huh. Tobacco was, you know, illegal. Moonshine was illegal. But now uh-huh. you can buy it at Wine and Spirits, and you can buy your cigarettes from any daggone supermarket you want. Right. Now they're going to make it weed. And then from weed, they're probably going to go to, what's the other stuff some people do? Heroin. Uh-huh. You already got the shots they're making, like, here, you can go over here to this little spot right there, and you can shoot up. And when you get done, we have somebody to help you, just in case you overdose. We got somebody to help you. And all them people doing is like, yo, can you help me with this needle? Put me in my arm, oh, man, I'm shaking. Um, wait a minute, you going to do it? Wait a minute, let me see, let me see. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> some people, some people got money. They probably like, yo, here, man, I'm gonna give you twenty dollars if you put this in my arm, right? Because I can't find my vein no more. I don't want that. And them niggas was helping them. Like, yeah, I'm gonna help you get high. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they probably using it as a real good thing called experimentation. You know, they get to do the mass experiments and see how people, you know, videotape and all that, get documentaries and all that stuff. Yeah. And we too dumb. We just do it. Right. I feel sorry for them people because I saw them, especially in Frankfurt, they look shriveled up like zombies. And this yeah. one girl, she had a little baby, and it was never, I never forget it, me and these other two people, I didn't know who they was, this guy and the girl. We looked, mm-hmm. and this girl was pushing a, a baby cart. Baby, you know, baby was in it, a little baby. Mm-hmm. Little beautiful mm-hmm. baby. And <laughs> there was a box. Of of a Kentucky Kentucky Fried Chicken box just sitting in the trash, and she came over and walked to us and went in the trash, and got the and got the box of chicken. It was chicken like you know somebody ate it and threw it in there. She got yeah. it, looked at it, put it in the baby basket, and walked away. Uh, maybe she picked up some money, bro. No, that wasn't no money. That was food for the baby and her when she finished getting high, dude. That's some nasty stuff, and I feel bad for the people. But I mm-hmm. want to hold the show because it's all about you. What's the name of this topic? Relationships. Relations. The togetherness of one or more, two or more, three or more. Uh oh. Uh oh. So, yeah, good people, welcome back every Sunday, 5 o'clock, sharp. When necessary, when possible, you know, we get together and we share information. I share information that I know. People call in and they actually uh, participate in the conversation. So the topic could be one thing, but sometimes, well, many times, the, the conversation takes a turn or two, which is okay. Because you might pick up something that you missed previously. So, with that being said, happy birthday to my brother and co-host, Will. DJ damn, you made me, oh, 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 you made me the damn calls all Sunday. I'm always cool. trying to sneak away and, and watch the Duke <laughs> game because Villanova just won, and he's going to drop in, yeah, and yeah. co-host. Man, yeah. the hell? 
let me get you a girl on his phone, man, so she can be the co-host. The hell is this? <laughs> hey, ain't nothing wrong with it, good brother. I already know, boy. I'm right here. But I'm damn sure going to look for some women for you right now. Uh-oh. She... Yup. Yup. <laughs> yeah, good brother. So, you know. Relationships, bonds, ties, you know, things of that nature between one or more, two or more, three or more. Now, a lot of people might ask that question. A relationship could be pertaining to almost anything. A relation between, you you can also have a relationship with yourself, believe it or not. And this is very interesting. A lot of people will say, huh? What is he talking about, relationship with yourself? Like, what's wrong with this? But seriously, because when you look at the definition of a relationship, you have to understand what it means fully. And therefore, you can set what we call a status quo within the meaning of it. So, commonly we know of relations between man and woman. The most common form of relationship known to humanity. Your mother and your father, and that's probably how you got here, hopefully, unless you was conceived in a test tube or something of that nature. Next, a parental. It's a form of relation because you're in relation to what you have authority over being the thing that you are the parental figure to. See, when you use the word relation, people think, oh, well, you know, relating means you can dissect the word relate, R-E, re, and then the relation part you know, root word, Latin, together. One, communication between point A and point B, so we thought, and then, as I said earlier, you can also have a relationship with yourself. So you figure, how can I have a relationship with myself? Well, I know a lot of people are not going to admit it, but sometimes when you come home and you had a weird day at work or you're talking to friends or family and something might have been miscommunicated, not negatively, could be positive, and then you come home and you almost re, re act, reinteract that whole scenario to see things that could have, should have, would have been said or not been said. A lot of people understand in the morning when you're getting yourself ready for the women that's putting on makeup and the men that's shaving and, and grooming, um, you're looking at yourself in the mirror, and that is a form of communication between you and the person in the mirror, which is yourself. So there you go. That is a form of a communication because you say, how can that be? With well, the understanding of the definition of communication, ninety percent of communication is nonverbal. 
So the important part of this is when you can communicate your nonverbal communication is very important because when someone's talking to you, your body language, your demeanor, things you do and say, well, not just say, but things you do mainly and gestures are very, 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 very revealing to your true intention. So why is that important, you might ask? Why is it important? Because if, if I took a video camera and I taped you in a conversation with someone else, and you didn't know I was taping you. It's legally, I had to tell you I'm taping you, but this is for your own benefit, and you can see how you move, how you respond, how you interact, how you look to the outside world, because you're on the inside looking out. So in the morning, you look in the mirror to make sure you don't have any sleep in your eye, you know, no cold in your mouth, your teeth are white, your face is clean, your body's clean, your well-groomed makeup on things of that nature. That's a nonverbal reassurance and a form of communicating to lead to the reassurance and within your own mind. So it's called residual self-image confirmation. Kind of complicated. I'm not getting too deep into that. But I wanted to start with you as an individual and how you interact and relate to your own self, even unconsciously or consciously, verbally or non-verbally. So tomorrow or tonight or later or even now, the next time you look in the mirror, you're going to pay attention to a little bit more things that you've been doing compared to what you've been doing, what you're doing compared to what you've been doing. I guarantee you, if your if your if your phone or you know if your ear is listening to this conversation, the very next time you go in that mirror, you will be like, hmm. If you haven't already, some are aware of this. Some are aware to the point where they pre-program themselves. You know, while they're shaving or brushing teeth or flossing, they're making that statement, "Hey, um, we're going to have a good day." Everything's going to be positive. And remember, if you all, if you want to comment on anything, you always press star eight. Star eight is very important to, um, you know, come into the conversation and begin the conversation. And I love feedback and constructive criticism. Star eight to unmute yourself. And then you can join in and add your own insight. So the relationship you have with yourself, like I said, with some people is self-programming. Some people do this. Some people know about this. I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to be successful at my goal. We're going to accomplish X, Y, and Z. I will not be distracted. And then for others, is oh, I'm going to eat less. Or I'm going to be nicer. Or I'm going to have more compassion. Um, some people think of this in more terms of uh, um, like um, self-meditation. Some religions actually discuss this with the subjects to help them become better people. 
You ever notice how some people can join an organization or belief, and then their life suddenly starts to become better? Some people. And then some people become obsessed, and they become a little annoying. But um, as a, a entity, as a nonprofit entity, which most religions are, a nonprofit organization, if you want to um, get more people to get involved, you want the people who have gotten involved to do better and look better. So each individual is like a walking billboard for that institution. So people can say, hey, look at that individual. They went there and now look at them. See what I'm saying? So a lot of people learn about these things in, in situations like this, and then others go to school for psychology, and then some people just read self-help books. Again, why is this important? It's very important because if you communicate and relate to yourself better, then what happens? You become more effective communicator and a more effective person to your environment via whomever you interact with. Now, unless you just stay in the house and you don't talk to anybody, you order everything online and deliver to your mailbox and you just check your mailbox at midnight and go back to wherever you live, then, I mean, that's fine, you know. But for those that do have to interact, even if it's just on the phone, believe it or not, uh, a texting now is a form of communicating. You can send a text like what with an explanation point, and that could be taken wrong. Or you can send a text like, LOL, what are you talking about? Or LOL, what? See what I'm saying? So... All this effective, positive communication starts with you. How are you helping yourself? You know, um, I was in a relationship once with an older woman. And I'm not saying any names or, or getting any deeper in that situation, but I walked in one day, and I apparently she didn't know that I was there. We had a, a home together. And... She was in the bathroom looking in the mirror, putting on her makeup, and just telling herself, oh, you're so miserable. You're so miserable that people don't want to be around. And she was actually having a conversation with herself. So my job as a person who's in a relationship with somebody like that, we want them to do better. So reassuring them that they're not miserable. And if they believe they are, they're not affecting people that way because other people see them as a positive, inspiring, inspiration force in their life. And that's what the, you know, if you want to improve a situation, that's what you do. You do the positive thing. You don't just don't do anything and or let it continue or contribute to that. So this effective communication, build a positive relationship with yourself first. Yes, and it helps. I don't. I mean, if you don't have children, if you're not married, if you're not in a relationship, if you're a pet owner, you interact with your pets different. You ever see people walk their pet or come home to their pet, and all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're like this whole loving situation is going on, and the pet is so happy to see them, and they're happy to see the pet, and they're they're showing each other love in so many ways. Then a human doesn't understand that the pet understands English, which most pets pick it up. You know, they're not stupid. So they know what you're talking about when you're talking to them. I don't mean to laugh. 
But Pets are smarter than we give them credit for. So, yeah, when you come in, oh, Pookie, you know, I missed you. Oh, how was your day? And you're hugging or kissing your dog or petting your cat. That animal is relating to you in a positive way. And it's also giving you signs, nonverbal signs, obviously, to let you know, to reassure you that it missed you as well and it loves you as well. Now, this is very, 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 very important. And I know a lot of people like, oh, he's going to talk about, you know, male and female relationships. Well, we're going to get to all kinds of relationships in a minute. But in order, you know, in order to walk, you have to crawl, right? You got to crawl first. And then when you walk, then, then you walk a little faster, then you learn to run. And if you can run, then you can learn to get into aviation and one day actually catch a plane and fly. All right, so... We're, we're, we're taking the steps to get to that point. But if you don't reflect on you, then how you want to do anything with anything else? It all starts with self. Trust me. Now, what they call pre-programming, not with they, but what's called pre-programming, you can read about this online or watch YouTube or access it in a library. Um, pre-programming, some believe that it's very effective. More than 80% of the people that wake up or before they go to bed reassures themselves positive things and try to attract positive energy towards themselves. Okay? It helps. You don't have to do it, but consider it or even reflect on you how you relate to yourself and a relationship that you have with yourself. Now, what's another form of relationship that you can have with yourself? You can have an unhealthy relationship with yourself. You could be, you know, you could be eating hot dogs and drinking beer every night, you know, hot sausages and malt liquor and hot potato chips. You know, you could be sitting in front of the TV for 12 hours just eating popcorn and Cheetos and you understand what I'm saying? So this is how you relate to yourself. Are you monitoring your behavior daily? Are you doing anything healthy to help your body, your kidneys, your skin, your hair, your brain? You are what you eat. See, these are forms of bad relations that you can have with yourself. And these bad habits can lead to problems in the future. So again, you don't want to identify something that's wrong and not give a solution to it or you're part of the problem, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. So all forms of positive relations with self should be encouraging your life, first and foremost. And obviously that goes into what we talked about last week, discipline. People, you have to display a little bit more discipline. You know, obesity is a problem in America. Kidney failure is a problem with people who like to just party too much. So, I mean, everybody has some kind of vice that they're dealing with. Nobody's perfect. I understand that. But there are some people, like um, Chill was just saying, there are people in this world, believe it or not, 
that they break their leg and then they gotta go to the hospital and at the hospital they give them opioid, which is heroin or morphine. So a lot of people that have addictions, they didn't just try for recreational purposes. You know, it wasn't a peer pressure thing. It was they you know, it was in a the hospital, they hurt themselves and they got addicted to the painkiller. Now I've talked to people who've been in that situation, which a lot of people have broken something or hurt themselves at one point in time. And and few people that a few out of the many that I spoke to stated that they just stopped one day. The, these people that I'm talking about, guys, have they implement discipline in their life. So in their mind, they knew that I have to stop this or I'm going to become addicted. It's going to be a bad habit. So they asked the doctor to change the medication when they felt like they needed it a little bit more than they should. So yeah, they dealt with a little bit of pain towards the end, and they changed everything to ibuprofen and things of that nature, or salicylic acid, which is aspirin. And in doing so, the painkiller changed and their behavior changed. So if you implement a little bit more discipline, you have a healthy relationship with yourself, there will be times when you might in, um, find yourself in a situation that you need to get out of, and the only way to get out of that situation is, guess what, you. So if you strengthen your mind and your thoughts, it will affect your everyday life. And you might get in a situation that you might not want to be in, and I guarantee you it will be easier for you to come out of that situation. It's not always opioid. It could be alcohol. You know, it could be tobacco. It could be marijuana. I'm not saying anything's wrong with marijuana. But like Chill stated, if you people sit there and smoke a whole trash bag full of marijuana, you know, what's the situation? You know, in, in California, they had to come up with driving under the influence for um, uh, the legal medical marijuana. Because you have people sitting at stop signs waiting for it to turn green. People get so high off of medical marijuana. I mean, they literally sitting in their car sitting at the stop sign. People blowing their horn. They're like, oh, it didn't turn green yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, again, you know, to each their own. Some people love marijuana. They eat it. They smoke it. They drink it. You know, you that floats your boat. But there are people that have what we call addictive personality disorder. What that mean? What does that mean? That means that they could try something once, like alcohol, you know, margaritas. Next thing you know, they're buying bottles of tequila, and they can't stop. You know, they're just taking shot after shot. There's some people that get addicted to things very easily. What helps that behavior? having a positive relationship with yourself, building character within you, and having discipline. People that are self-disciplined, a lot of times you don't hear about too much addiction, you know, in many cases. You don't. Now, there's a crack epidemic all over the world. In certain countries, it's just—I mean, it's there, but it's not an epidemic proportion. You have a few people that are strung out, but for the most part, most people just—you know—they know they. For one, they know that it's just—it's not a good thing. And for two, some have interacted with it and just didn't 
you know, get strung out like others might or can't. Because of the relationship they started with themselves and the discipline that they implemented to become better, positive people. And how you might not believe, you might say, oh, addiction, but it, I'm telling you, it all boils down to discipline. You take a disciplined person and an undisciplined person and watch both of their lifestyle, you, I mean, it's mind-boggling how mentally, physically, and then spiritually the difference in the two are. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not tooting anybody's horn. I'm just asking you to just open your eyes to this fact. Now, again, a relationship that you can have with family, friends, and relatives. And now you, you might sit here and say, well, you said family. But what I'm getting at, you have relatives and you have family. Okay? And y'all know what I mean, man. Don't make me change my whole tune up on here now. Come on. Y'all know y'all related to some people biologically. But you like, how are we related? All right? Okay. You got people that, you know, you just, some people don't even mention. They'd be like, yeah, you know. They won't even mention that that's, that's their family, you know. I mean, it's a shame, but it happens. And then you got people who will roll off your tongue real quick. Yeah, that's my family. Cousin, aunt, uncle, sister, brother. Right? Right. Now, those relationships are pretty, um, they vary. Because you have family favorites, you got black sheep, you know, things of this nature. And you don't know where people are categorized in these situations. Are there black sheep in the family? Are there family favorite? You know, was it grandma's favorite or dad's favorite or mom's favorite? So... The reason I, I touched on this topic, guys, is because this plays this this behavior plays a part in people's who they are, their being, they total being, they mind, body, and soul. It, it plays a Excuse part. Me. In, hello. Excuse me, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to keep the callers waiting. You have a caller. Okay. Yeah, and make sure you check your texts because I'm gonna hit you. All right, caller, how you doing? How you doing, caller? Hello? Caller, you've been unmuted. Caller, I, I, hello? I hear you. Give me a second. Oh. I hear you. Give me a second. Oh, shoot. Oh, Guess huh? who came to dinner? DJ Philly <laughs> Joy. <laughs> yeah, that's a birthday present. Philly hello? Joy, how you doing, sister? How you doing, sister? I'm doing good. I'm walking home from work. I've been listening to you. I couldn't get on the air. And also, when I try to get on, it gets back noisy again. Hold on one second. No problem. I don't want to be disrespectful. Hey, listen, um, your topic is great, great, great. I love about the black sheep, about the relationship with yourself. It was all, all that's all good. And I thought about a few things. Where did you get these topics from? <laughs> <laughs> I was a psych major. 
Oh, get out of here. Yeah, it's a lot about, you know, human nature that we, we don't reflect yeah. on. And yeah, we can become better, and, you know, just from our own endeavors. But, we, you know, if you don't reflect on it, it's not brought to your attention, sometimes it can be overlooked or, or never addressed. Well, you know what? It's awesome because that's about discipline. I think it was last week. Yes. When we said about relationships this week, I said, wow, he said, you still have to know about the discipline and about how, I don't want to say we can heal ourselves, but I thought about the different things I've been through in my life from the time I was a child growing up. Mm-hmm. And I thought about how many people have probably been in the same asylum because of what, they, what I've been through. Right. How many have probably killed somebody because of what I've been through. And oh, my that, that, that different thing about the optimistic and the pessimistic, and I just made a choice in my life, regardless of what happened, my circumstances, is to always look on the brighter side of things. Right. And that has helped me to heal in more ways than one and to have relationships with other people, regardless of, um, you know, a lot of things that have been in the past. I think that it, it's a big help. People will, people will test with addictive behaviors. I agree with that. Um, and a family person can have same mom, same dad, doesn't matter, but in the same household or the same school system. But for some reason, it'd be like night and day. It'd be like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what yeah. happened to that yeah. child? Yeah, <laughs> you know, is that the middle child syndrome, or is that the baby child? Then when they want to be young or be old, what is going on? What happened to them? And then you know, it's a lot of stuff. I tell you, it's a lot of stuff because I'm thinking about in my situation, as far as my brother's concerned, but what you know, three years apart. Mm-hmm. But I know there was a lot, there's a lot of addiction in my family. So it was addiction aspect of my family, where um, um, my mom was drinking, my dad. I had problems. I was six or eight years old. My dad died. Mm. My mom said, like, one morning, she said, I hear you say things. Young people hear stuff. And I said, you didn't hear that. But the saying was that you got off one of us was dead. So my dad died that night. It was so sad. Mm. Like, I still hear it in my mind. She said, I didn't say that. But you know what? Maybe it didn't. But for, to a child and their dreams and their minds um, at eight, six, whatever, mm. this is what I heard that I heard in the background. You don't think children are going to listen? They've seen it and I heard. But children hear a lot of different things, and parents don't know how to affect their children a lot of times because of secret things going on in the household or secret things that children don't tell their parents everything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that sometimes it makes them the adult that they are because of all that they've been through. They don't ever get, you know, they don't have to get counseling. The grief, the aspect of grief counseling for one, when I was young, my dad died. Never got, mm-hmm. never was stuck in the leg, but you don't get no grief counseling. Mm. Maybe now you do, but then I was growing up in the sixties and seventies, you didn't get no grief counseling. We were too busy fighting too busy fighting for our rights. <laughs> getting grief counseling. We were just making it through. But um, you know, with all that being said, you have to see how my dad's affected my my brothers as opposed to me. My one brother in particular struggled on drugs for a long time. Even with the crack. People were trying to introduce me to crack, I was like, No, I don't want that stuff. Because I saw what it did to other people. Like mm. I could have fell into that, you know. Let me drink or smoke. It's like no, my limit is this is my limit. I'm not doing that. Mm. No. <laughs> you know, and everybody has their limit. Anybody can go over the deep end. Anybody can. But like you said, that addictive behavior might be. It could be a compulsive liar. It could be addictive to lying. It cannot. They want, they want to get their self esteem up or want to be valued. So they lie about everything. I've got this. I got that. I could be this. I could be that. You know, putting themselves up on the pedestal, or whatever. That could be too far. To conceive. So it's a whole bunch of stuff that I hear you saying. It's like, wow, I have to think about this situation and that situation. So, but yeah, I've been in the same asylum probably right now, all I've been through. 
And, you know, history is, he, sometimes like I said, I do not play my music. That's, that's therapy for me. When I talk my shows, that's the, the talk shows, that's therapy mm. for me. You know, I got a lot mm. of things in the household going on, such as me and my older daughter, um, just mm. different things. But we're trying to work, work things out. You know, it's a little hard road, but hey. Because I think that sometimes when people do this thing in your past, they don't let, never let you let things down. Like they, like they always bring their, your past up. Now, you know, you know you grew up in the 90s. You about 24 years old. Who are you for? What? Who said that? That was not you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I live. No. I saw you. I see your picture, sister. I don't know. You must You must no. have discovered the fountain of youth. Makeup does wonders. <laughs> You know, makeup. You know, we, we age well. We do age well. I think, I think joy helps with that. I think people that are really bitter and sour, I think they age very, very rapidly. And there are people that are smokers age rapidly, you know, and heavy drinkers age, you know, they age rapidly. But I, I believe that the good Heavenly Father, our Creator, preserved me for quite some time. I don't know. My time is coming, but I know I've been preserved for a reason. Or the youth, maybe I don't know what the whole story is, but he has. I have been preserved. I do believe that, and I'm, you know, encouraged by that. But um, I don't use it for any uh, selfish gain, anything like that. But I have been preserved, mind, body, and spirit. Thank you, Father. Now, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that because when I was talking about um, residual self-image. Mm-hmm. And how you view yourself. You know, when I was a, a teenager, I used to always say, you know, I want to look, you know, I, I was imagining myself at 30, 40, and I look exactly the way I imagined. And, but, you know, I, I guess the, the surgical and the medical community don't you know, want people to understand that monomatic thing because, you know, there's a fact. There are women that made their, their um, mammary glands larger just by thinking it. Wow. You know? Yeah, but you you know if 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 you could do everything with thought, how would a surgeon capitalize off implants? You see what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, but I mean, even me saying this, it's not a bullhorn on on at the Super Bowl during halftime. You know, not you know what I'm saying. So I'm not reaching billions. Maybe after this show is recorded and it goes online, more people might listen to it, but. Um, I, 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 even with all information out here about how powerful the mind is, a lot of people still just not going to be. They're not even going to think about it. It's going to, they'd rather pay the doctor a couple thousand and and have them do something that they, they could have done on their own. You know what I mean? So. Well, I, I equate that to the problem we have with the, with the obesity, too, as well, because um, some people, I believe, do have some kind of chemical, some chemical imbalances or some undiagnosed disorder. They have proven, I've been hearing, I work in hospital still as well, I've been hearing mm. that it's proven that a lot of people's diseases or conditions are some kind of deficiency from minerals and vitamins and things like that, the nutri- nutrition that they need mm. in their body. Mm. The nutritional aspect is one of the things that it affects, affects the body through the causes of different diseases. And you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right, because mm-hmm. when... My, my my father and grandfather was military men, and they had this, this measurement they called bone density index. Hey. Bone. Hello? 
Hey, hey, no. hey, y'all. I'm hey, 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 what's going on, good brother? I hate me to cut in. I'm just going to jump in. but uh, No, uh, no, you didn't mean to cut in, man. Sometimes, shy, you want <laughs> to have to wait until the person say, okay, call her. You just cut in and when he's talking, and now he lost his train of thought. Talking to DJ Philly Joy. No, no, Dang, no, man, just no, next time, you. wait. No. Patience, <laughs> like the Lord said. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm, I'm glad a female called in because she, she, you know, uh, she opened the door now, and I'm glad she did. But I was getting ready to finish the sentence real quick, not to cut nobody off. But it's called bone man, bone incident. I mean, bone mass. Um, damn. <laughs> bones has an index, so it's about like people say big bone. Remember that that term, big bone did. Right. right, 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 right. So your mass or your size should be larger than those. Now, obesity is linked to a lack of leptin. And like you said, a lack of leptin in your diet, if you have less leptin than, than someone else, like you you might know somebody that eat a lot, but they don't gain weight. You say, oh, they have high metabolism, but they might just have more leptin than the person who has less leptin. And it all boils down to leptin. So how come nobody put leptin in a pill yet? Because there's money made off of obesity. You know, I don't want to get too all political, but now you know. You right. can find something high in leptin, you eat more leptin, you will naturally just come down. Your body you, will naturally regulate itself. Can you um, spell that? Because I've never heard that word before as far as that phrase. I've never heard that before. L-E-P-T-O-N. L-E-P-T-O-N. Okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. never heard that before, but I did know about this vitamin yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's almost like Lipton, you know, the tea. <laughs> so if you think of Lipton tea, you know it's not Lipton, but it's Leptin. So say it three times for me. Leptin, L-E-P-T-T-O-N, Leptin. I got it. All right. You know you say something three times, it's stuck in your head now. So, I don't know about all that. I'm just saying it three times. <laughs> oh, man. People listening to this phone call are going to be happy. I'm telling you, some are going to be good for y'all. Y'all get a hold of some left, and y'all be like, damn, he a miracle. I'm not a miracle. Where is the universe sharing information that's just out there, but you have to research it. So, yes, overweightness can be solved simply. Oh, you just can't sit and eat thousands of pork chops all day in front. You know, you can't just pull a chair up in front of the refrigerator and just you know, <laughs> so you got to you got to you got to behave yourself too. But yeah, if you add more leptin in your diet, you you gonna be fine. You know what I mean? And hopefully, ain't nobody eating no fried pork chops no more. Hopefully, hope hope now ain't nobody doing that. But anyway, not to get too far on the gone. But I'm glad there's a man and a woman on the phone now, sister. Your relationship with a man and different types of males. So what? Quickly, because I don't want to hold you too long. And your best relationship, what were some of the qualities in that man? Hey, that's that question. That's a serious question. I'm still struggling and somehow I pick my men out, but I like my men to be really men. And I like my men to kind of like really be responsible and take charge in that respect. I want to be the one that's leading. I don't mean like like dogging me around and dominating, but also Mm. to... But in his in his name, understand and respect me as a you know, weaker vessel, so to speak. I'll use that kind of term. But what, not to say that women aren't weak in that respect, but that he respects our uh, relationship and communicates with me things that we're doing together as a team. So I I I had some rocky relationships. My first marriage was horrible. 
Um, my second one's been a struggle, but we've been doing better and better every day. 20, 22 years of marriage, doing better and better every day. So it's still, it's work. Marriage is work. Communication is work. Time and energy, all that kind of stuff. So, but uh, I don't, like, I mean, unless you let you run over Put it that way. And I know I'm being a little sneaky or whatever. I want him to put me in check. <laughs> and, the same, and the same here. Because I know he, I'm like, well, I know you too many years. Like, stop it. I know you playing. Stop it. Like, that's how it is. You know, just to communicate on a real way. And then to respect each other's wishes, you know, in that respect. Well, that's I'm, one of the I'm, things I like. I'm glad you stated that because the reason I brought that up, and, brother, I'm about to get to you in a minute. The reason okay. I brought that up because, there are so many dating sites that are making, I mean, one of them just hit um, a billion-dollar mark. And, and, and when they asked the, the owner of the site, you know, he couldn't share any private information, but they said statistically what's going on and why is it becoming so popular. He said 78% of his clients are women. And he's saying he, he feels there was something wrong with the, uh, the male counterpart that they're um, trying to attract. You know, a lot of men aren't on these sites. The men that are on the sites, you know, sometimes you got to be leery of them. You know, a lot of them get reported to uh, law enforcement. You know? So he was like, you know, it's a reason why so many females are in search of something. So I, and me hearing that, it, it drew my antenna, and I was, I was concerned. I'm like, well, is, is, is it a lack of of behavior of the modern man, supposedly, that's um, – causing this or I know there's a ratio to men and women that's higher. There are more women in the world than men, which we I mean globally. And I know in our community it's definitely a problem because a lot of brothers just don't make it. So um that's why I was asking you that specific question because I mean the male species as a whole in in 2019 or 18, I'm already next year. So 2018, um, his, the definition of modern man is 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 it lacking something, or is it something that's just off? Or what do you, as a woman, why do you think so many women are attracted to the dating sites and in the search of something? Well, only only reason I can say is stuff. I I can't. I'm not, I've never been attracted to dating sites. I know some people that have in my family. I don't particularly care for that myself. I believe in that the one-on-one, how you meet people, either through church or out, if you're out at a restaurant or wherever the case may be, you're out and about or through a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And they kind of get a little, a little bit of resume. The other person is cool or whatever. Some, something. Mm-hmm. Getting some, sometimes I don't like that um that's that's some serious stuff right there. And then all this fast speed dating stuff and crap. Oh, I, I don't know how people. It's a different world. That's all I gotta say. It's a different world. And one of the things I think because one of the things is because of um, the media, because of the uh, technology, and mm. um, everything is with the phones and people don't have to develop personal relationships anymore. That's one of the things you have to think mm. about in that respect. So that's it's a lot. It's a mm. lot. That's very serious. Um, relationship communication. Um, technology that they take a lot of that puts their personal skills away. So they don't mm. know how to date. They don't know how to date like that. That's mm. what I think. Interesting. Interesting. Now, brother, yeah, we do have a male on the line. Yeah, what's going on, people? What's going on, family? You know who yeah. this is. Yeah, what's yeah. up? My what's man, up? How, you, how you been, brother? 
How you doing? Now I like getting into this conversation because you know I like, I like to jump in, coming out, out of out of nowhere. Now yeah. I have a look at it on a, on a on a situation of a relationship. Now this uh, is this gonna be a good one. I had some good ones and I had some bad ones. Right. I, I'm not in a relationship now, but uh, the ones that that I have lost it uh, was everything I was looking for. Right. And then, then uh, you know, was into into God. Had a voice to sing. Was spiritual. Liked things I liked, and she liked the things that, that I liked. The things that she liked. But then, crossroads, crossroads hit. I had a heart attack. Mm. Mm. And we loved each other. We was about to get married. We didn't, I never got married. Mm. Every time I get married, something happens. Every time <laughs> my great get married, something happens. Mm. Now, it was one time I was wealthy, not mm. wealthy no more. One time I was very strong. I'm not strong no more. I'm still alive. Right. You hear me? Right. Um, I was wild, so I think my life changed. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I say, for better or for worse, if I would have got married, I would have been good for being a husband because I had everything together there. That's when I was working. I had a job, a hard worker. I was healthy, strong, and had the money. I don't have mm-hmm. that no more. But I still get money, but I don't got money like that no more. Mm-hmm. Um, I got friends that want to have a relationship, but I, I'm not in that state of mind right now. I'm not, I, I can't offer nothing like that no more. Right, right, right. I'm being real. No, I understand. Um, now, now, um, I have, a, I'm better than I was in a certain way because I'm not wild no more. Right. I'm funny now. I'm, I'm, I'm into God. And it's just now that I look at it now, mm. I wish I could have a relationship like my mother and father because they was married for 40 years before they, they his best friends. I mm. always wanted that. It never, I never got to that point. I had kids, but I never got to that point. When you love somebody more than you love yourself, mm. and they love you the same as you love them, and and out in reverse, you know, it, that kind of relationship is special because you be like, well, to love somebody you gotta love yourself. To love somebody that loves you and you love mm. them the same and the same, that's special. Mm. Because if you can't move forward. Or your lack, how can you gain on what you're going to come in, in the head? You got to learn. Sometimes you got to lose some things to, to learn that. You know, some things you got to learn that. But mm-hmm. um, relationships, I see a lot of things now, and I look, I say, well, what if I ain't saying it's over? Because I know I got a lot to give. I'm, I'm very funny. I'm, whoever get around me, they like my personality. But I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm how you say it. Uh, so I can be a lot to handle. You know what I mean? Because everybody got different different moves. But I'm always in a good mood. 
But now um, I feel like this. Um, if you have a good uh, relationship and you have somebody that you really care about, mm-hmm. you should love them, and, and that should be the one that you get married to. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Okay. So, so it what, should be what, your best friend. Your 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 somebody you can talk to. Your 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 best friend. Your soulmate. Right. Right. If right, you, right. If you have your if you have your wife and your soulmate. You you don't want to talk to nobody else. You have friends that that if they couples they they your friends, but you don't need nobody no of a man, no of a woman or you she don't need no man to talk to. Shot does that mean? Excuse, I gotta just ask a question. Does that mean you can say anything you want? Like when you get mad, you can tell yeah. off like you know what? You get yeah. on my daggone nerves, and then yeah. she still be cool and still stay there <laughs> and not leaving. Or is she allowed to talk back to you and say, "Well, you get on my daggone nerves too"? Or does she supposed to play shut up and just you know well, become well, synchronized? Well, first of all, she allowed that he and so it. So all they should be or be allowed to to express themselves because you got to relieve. It's like a, a a balloon blowing up. If you don't release, it's gonna pop. Well, doesn't it believe that everybody wants control over something? Like a woman like to control their man and make them do what they want to do when they want them to do it. But we're well, not a um, we're not a piece of meat. Unless we are, I don't know. But is it true that is it true that um we, we can we can over overdo our control over a woman? Whereas though we like, yo man, did I say get on your knees? And she's like, no, I know, I'm not doing that right now. And you're like, but it's my birthday. I need my, you know. And, and, and sometimes certain things for certain times, but you can't make somebody do something that they don't want to do. So isn't that called control or overpowering of control? Well, he, here you go. If you got to make somebody do something that they don't want to do, then they don't want to do it. You should ask them. It should be it, it should be their response if they want to do it or not. But that's the we problem I'm saying nobody. to you. How do you ask somebody? Say if you meet somebody brand new. Right. And you know, and you like certain things done. How do you ask that question without making up the relationship become way worse than what it is? Like, hey, by the way, um, I was just wondering, you like to um, and then she might look at you like, wait a minute, why were you did you you disrespecting me? But she well, might be putting up that you know, she might be putting up that thing to act like she's being disrespectful, yeah. but she would, would love to do it, but she just don't know how to tell you because she don't want you to look at her like. Okay, well, if you do it like that, that easy, that means you've been doing it for a long time. So that means <laughs> yeah, you belong to about, the streets. Something, guys. Now, I, 
it, what, what I was asking the gentleman was, what is it about modern man that's so unattractive to so many women? But before we get back into that, okay, once you once you decide to be together, see, it's it's like wealth. And for, and for the men that's listening, money is just like, I mean, women are just like money. You know what I mean? When you, sometimes you're chasing it, like you're in corporate America and you hustling hard. Sometimes it's like, it's just, it, it seems like it's getting further away the harder you put an effort towards it. You know, but when okay. something's meant to be, it's going to come together. And once you have what they call um, a consensual understanding between two individuals, man and woman, once they come together and they decide that we're going to be together, yes. the, the trick is, like, with wealth, it's not just obtaining it, it's maintaining. Now, how do you maintain the relation, in my opinion, is effective communication. If you're not communicating effectively, it's you know what I mean, work. friendship or not, if y'all not talking on a certain level and have an understanding and, and a way of talking and getting to know and, and getting through then yeah, you're not going to maintain that one that that agreement that y'all came to. Now, back to the question: Is modern males, do, we know, are is something in their behavior that's unattractive to the female species? While we have a female a sister, a lovely lady on the line, I would like to hear your response to that, my good brother. Okay. Is this something that? Great response from a male response. You want my response to that? Well, yeah, yeah. You got an opinion. I do have an opinion. But it's not all the males. It's not all the males. No, no. I miss the old school charisma of the men. Today it's like, bat, bat, bat. They want, you know, it's like like you raise a voice. It's like, wait a minute. You never finish growing up with your mama? The moms, I think I blame blame the moms. I blame society. I think a lot of the stuff, prison. I blame the cultural aspect with all the gay stuff going on. Everybody want to try this, this new stuff and everything. Menage a trois and all, everything they want you to think about. It's getting so quick. It's ridiculous. So how can you have normality? There's nothing normal anymore. That's that's part of of the problem. They they don't want men to be men. They want men to have their emotions. Okay, your emotions don't mean you're effeminate. That don't mean that you act like that. Bottom line is you still can be romantic and you still can be charming and here we think relationship is always about sex. It's not, it's about a friendship and compassionate. It's about you, you, you get in the, you know, your soulmate. It's, it, it, sex is not even in the picture. What do you got to live with? Because you want to get old one day. That's right. why people can be together 49 years knowing that that's not all the relationship. They start out young right. because they begin to like each other as friends probably first and they got to know each other and commit a commitment to better or mm. worse than the problem is. You see what I'm saying? I had enough stuff to go on that I could be not married right now in my mind. I chose to talk in my mind and what people were saying, or he, mm. same thing with him, but we mm. chose to be together regardless of the hard times and things we're going together financially, through um, house to house, whatever I'm, going, I'm not going to go with my mom right now, different things we're going through, family structures and stuff like that, children, yeah. all that stuff could have been a, a barrier. So you mm. have to make a commitment in your mind. You're going to be together and find the things that you are, are compatible about, and the things that you oh. not talk about the other things. Yes, I what? I had one. I had one. I'm sorry, sorry, Joy. Uh, no, you're not. no, you're not. Yes, I am. <laughs> no, you're I'm not. Sorry. I wasn't yes, done. I, <laughs> I know. Right, you are. You got the hot topic going on now, and your brain can't. You can't get it, <laughs> you can't get it out. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yes, I I know that you you are absolutely right. But I thought about something. I said, wait a minute. I said, a relationship. If you married, I ain't never get married. But I'm just saying, you you got more experience than me. Y'all y'all mm-hmm. got married, okay? Mm-hmm. It's like a you get on a roller coaster, right? Mm-hmm. Enjoy this ride up, down, ups and turns and curves. Y'all gonna stay on this road ro- road together till death mm-hmm. do you, right? right. You're gonna go through storms. You know you're gonna go through some rain. You know you're gonna do. What happens when it when it it turns sour? Are you gonna run or are you gonna stay together? Because yeah. nine times out of ten, people who walk away. Mm. It's other distractions that get get them to walk away, like mm. uh, family members or friends. Oh, you should leave them alone. Mm. Nine times out of ten, you got to be like a team. Nobody's going to break us apart. We're both friends. We're in this together. Mm. Nobody business, but between you and me. Shouldn't be the mother and father. Shouldn't be no friends or, or nobody giving their opinions. Mm-hmm. Y'all should be like, well, you know what? We're gonna work it out. Ain't gonna be no distractions. We're gonna do this together. I haven't yet found that. that can you can you stand the rain? Do it all to the end. That you can love somebody no matter what. Mm-hmm. Nothing's gonna cut through. Nothing's gonna break that chain. That's love. Now, That's love. you know what I mean? Now, yeah, no, I, I got you. But it, see, now we 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 went from casual relationship to marriage, which we 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 skipped a whole because you got people that's in casual relationships, like the young lady was stating, and then you right. start talking about marriage, which is not bad. But then right. you have um you have other different types of relationships that people have, like they the so called jump off here. You know, there's the person on the side or the person that they just seen on the weekend or. That's, that's a form of relationship. And somebody yeah. always catch feelings in a situation like that. Ironically, yeah. when that leaves that scenario of casualty and it starts to get serious, yes. boom, the whole dynamics of that situation changed because it was just physical. It was just passion. Now it's emotion and logic and sharing and oneness. It's a together right. union. So yeah, I mean I'm glad y'all y'all done y'all done bridged the gap and, and saved me a lot of words and I appreciate that from both of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but, but um the in 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 a relationship between a man and a woman. Right. Good or bad. Right. Casual or not. It, effective communication is, is primary. It's primal, I'm telling you, because I've been down that road, brother, sister. I've been on that path, you know. I've 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 had all the above, and I'm not bragging, you know. You know, having um somebody on the side is something irresponsible, but I'm just saying that's how some relationships start. You have right. somebody you see on the weekend, and then eventually it goes into a, a you know a four day thing, and next thing you know, y'all see each other quite often, and then right. when that, like you said, when that passion gone. That the flame goes out eventually, yeah, it goes because out. of life or whatever. But how do you maintain? In my opinion, was just effective communication. Um, it, I don't know if y'all can relate to this, but if you live long enough, you might love somebody, 
Yes. And like like I was telling the young lady on the phone, some people age slower than others. So if you still looking thirty or forty and and, and they grow old, you know, love is love. Like will you still love that person and they look like a prune? And I ain't saying it in a negative way. I'm just right, saying, right, right. Right. you know, I, they skin that wrinkled and, you know, they age. And you, see, love is love. So when when you really look at a relationship, I think the right. best example of relationship, I don't know if you have children, brother, but yes, the you do. Okay. It's a yes. parental. Now, when you look at that relationship, when people say relationship, well, I start talking about kids because it, it is it's a parental situation. The unconditional love that a parent has for a child. Is that what you was relating to when you talked about marriage? Like, no matter what that child does, you gonna love that child, right? Yeah, you gonna you gonna love the child, but you gotta have some kind of discipline. You gotta well, have you know, discipline, brother. You, got, you gonna love him, yes, brother, sister, yes. and brother. Uh-huh. Charles Manson, right? No, 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 no. Def- Jeffrey Dahmer. He was raised right, in right. a perfect household, mother, father, suburb. You know, degree. He didn't have a problem with women, blah, blah, blah. This man became a mass murderer, right? Right, right. His parents was at the trial every day. They was putting money on his books until the day he died. You know, they were so supportive. And they said he was, to them, he was just a normal child. Right. Now, I've been in CFC, you know, CGC, where people have been on murder trials. You know, they shot multiple people. And a mother said to me, like, my baby ain't did nothing. You know, so right, 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 right. Right. That's what I'm saying. You know, when you go to a father and like, you know, your daughter out here cutting up. No, not my little girl. You know what I'm saying, daddy? Yeah. So it's just, it's a situation where a parent, and I think a mother, right. sister, when you have a son, do you have any sons, sister? She's still on the phone? All right. So when a mother has a son, I think that that bond is, is a little right. different, brother, right. than, than uh than what we relate to because, see, they carry them, and then they push them out, and then they nurse them into, a, you know, well, we help. But the, right. the, the job that they have is much more um, uh, personal on, right. a, on a more, on a more um, deeper level. I mean, something living inside your body, y'all sharing the same body, is eating what you chewed up. And then they got a nurse off of you. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just it's different, you know. So that to me would be a perfect situation of what you were talking about. When you talking about, you know, that, that unconditionalness, no right. matter how crazy or people, how stupid or how ugly or however society might think of the individual, the person that loves them will still love them regardless. Right. Because right. you might right. meet Mrs. Perfect and she might meet Mr. Perfect and 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 uh, unfortunately, uh, well, let's hope this never happened. But they could get in an accident and become a completely different person. There you go. I I was just about to bring that up. What happens? Okay, you have somebody perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And they and you love them, but they get mm-hmm. in an accident. They don't look the same no more. Or they can't move the same. Or, they or, or a lot of things. Yeah, right. Or you or stay with them. If you love them, you go, you gonna stay with them. That's gonna be love. Yeah, that's love right there. That's love. If you if you depart, mm. did you love them that much, or did you just like the, what you looked at? Well, well, that's infatuation. I wouldn't call right, that love. Right, right. Yeah, that's right, like eye right. candy or lust or something like that. Right, right. because I don't I don't care. I I know I'd have been with the best. I'd have been with the 
hey, not your best. You know what <laughs> I can say it like this. I don't know, look, but I don't care who, how, what matter who you with. Mm. You look around, you always gonna see somebody look better than who you with. Mm. It might it might look good on that side, but it might not mm. be. You just, it, I don't know what that is. You're like, mm. hey, I just wonder. But when you get older, like, which I'm older now, I'm 50 now. I'm I'm mm. not no for no more. I'm, I'm still young. I feel young, but like you said, your body changes. Right. You know what I mean? I say, hey, I still grow my hair, but my mm. teeth, I had to get my teeth pulled out. I still look the same, but I'm going grayer now. Right. I lost my teeth. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, but I still kept it in shape. I, right. I got big. I, I lost weight. Right, right, right. You don't feel the same. Like something, something is going to change about you when you get older. Right. Well, you lose something. You're right. not going to stay the same forever. You can forget that. Right, 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 right. So um, it's all about adjusting, and it's all about adapting to the next stage. All right, brother. I, I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, give a little twist on it, you know. And I'm, I'm going to left field here a little bit, but I'm, I'm, I'm we're gonna bring it back home. It's in relation to where we're going. Now you okay. look at uh, an, an animal like uh, the sea turtle, for instance. Right, right. And I said this before when I said a lot of people was looking at me sideways, but a sea turtle is born in the sand in the egg. Right. The mother and father go back in the ocean, and one day. It has everything it needs in the shell. It, it cracks the shell, crawls through the sand, and it gets in the ocean by itself. Right. Now, turtles live thousands of years. I don't think people understand it. Uh, uh, the average turtle lives 1,200 years. The oldest yeah. turtle is, is almost 20,000 years old. Right. I mean, one turtle, it came right. out of the sand and lived almost <laughs> so. So, the, it, why? Because the body temperature is cooler, so the metabolism is different, so it ages slower. So, but beyond all that, so this animal didn't have an attachment to mother or father or even sibling. From day one, it was on its own. Right. So the only thing that animal will know is survival instincts that set in within its own DNA. That it was right. born, conceived with through the parent. It's like a baby. If you're holding a baby, and 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 the baby doesn't feel secure, the baby knows to grab tight. You ever notice that a a, right. a little a newborn baby will grab you real tight just to hold on because it, it don't want to fall. Right, right. How does it know that already? So this is what is called um uh this is instinct. You know, right. this is just self awareness. Now, right. the reason I the reason I'm, I mention the sea turtle because can you imagine being in that situation? No mother, no father. You you crawling through sand, and you have to get into this giant cold ocean and do what you need to do from day one. So you know, that's that's, that's huh? deep. <laughs> first of all, first of all, they understand they gotta survive because the animal, other animals try to try to eat. Right, so, they you, you tiny. You know, know. Yeah, they gotta survive. Some of them make it, some of them don't. So yeah, but the ones that do live thousands of years. You thinking this is a creature survival? Well, from day one, it was on its own. Right. 
from day one. Right. The whole reptile kingdom, I mean, basically, that's how they come into the world. Through an egg. Mom and dad right. gone. They on their right. own. Day one. Boom. And they live much longer than mammals, you know, most of them. Right. Because their body temperature is cooler, so they, they age slower, and they have scales and not skin, so gravity doesn't affect them the way it affects the mammal. But not, I ain't trying to get too scientific. What I was trying to yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, where I was getting at, something that lived thousands of years, born an egg, and had to survive from day one on his own, and only knowing instinct. Now, why, why did I bring that up? I brought that up for the same reason of the appreciative nature that we have of our own parents and the, the, the difference that we have, and most of us didn't come through that situation, Okay. Matter of right. fact, I don't think there's too many people on this phone that was born in AIDS. Not not listening to this phone conversation, and let right. alone didn't have a caretaker because humans are born helpless completely. Right. We didn't have somebody there for at least three years. We probably wouldn't do well. Right. Okay. So. Right. Now. So. So naturally. Naturally, from birth, you are born to develop the relationship nature with the caretaker. Right. Most of the time as a female, right? As a mom. Yeah, yeah. Most, most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Unfortunately, some mom's dying birth and dad got to do it all. You know, he got to make the bottle and change it. Some dads out here doing it, bro. I'm telling right, you. But, right, right, right. But the caretaker. So you, from birth, you are pre-programmed to have a relationship with another person. Right. Most of the time is your mother. Most of the time. Yeah. So that instinct, that survival instinct, and that instinct you had, that that mammalian instinct, is there within you. You have what you need already. You just have to understand it again. And then you learn to love unconditionally. And that, and I, I know a lot of times you, you like to um, quote religion, and it was said, unless you come as a child, you're not even going to understand it. And people are like, huh? But then, from what I just stated, do you understand why that statement was made? Right. Right. Look at children. They look at the world the way we do. No. Brother, they got a completely different outlook. They have friends. They don't care if they're friends, white or black, fat, skinny, right. tall, ugly. They don't know nothing about that. All they know, that's my homie. We're going right. to get some candy, and we're going to have fun, right? Right. Yeah, you put a bunch of kids together, man. They're going to have a ball. Yeah. They ain't yeah, going to worry don't. about all this other stuff that we worry about, man. They ain't going to know about hate and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that stuff is learned. So we you're right, like you said, you put animals or anything together, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna mingle together. They're gonna be together. We've been poisoned somewhere along the way to think a certain way. You right. know. Somewhere along the line something said that this person is supposed to have this and this person is supposed to have that. You know, if you right. meet a woman from a different country and a different culture her idea of marriage will be completely different than probably your neighbor's idea of marriage. Right. In some cultures, 
a woman only understands that she her home is is primer is premier, and her husband and her family is number one before anything before yeah. her work her business name i mean this is the way she's understood at a young age. And then you might, you're, you're, I'm not saying I don't know your neighbor, but your neighbor idea might be a little different, that we are equal and we're going to share and care and build. I mean, there are times where they wouldn't allow a man in the room when a child was being born. Why do you right. think that is? Right. Why do you think the man couldn't be present when a child came into the world? I don't know, I don't know but I was in, I was in delivery with us. That changed my life, brother. Yeah, we that's what I'm saying. For thousands of years, yeah, the men the men had to wait outside, and they would you know they be they would drink. Believe it or not, beer was real popular in ancient yeah, times, yeah. and it was yeah. really to do. So they would be outside, and they would that day he would drink. Even if he didn't drink, they would give him something to drink. Cause yeah, a lot of times, yeah, a lot of times they didn't have modern medicine, and the woman would die in childbirth through loss of blood. You know, a lot of blood would be released, so he could lose his child and his wife. So a lot of times they had to, like, keep him calm and out of the room, and they didn't want him to see what was going on in the situation. He couldn't right. even see the child until the child was cleaned and wrapped in linen, and the woman was cleaned, and her bed was changed, and her hair was done again. She had to be all beautied up again. Probably the next day, you know, he could see her briefly and things of that nature. So why is this important, I'm saying? Because there's a reason why the ancients didn't allow that, you know, because that first person a child should see or smell or hear is his mother, the individual who was going to build that relationship with and is going to naturally instinctively build understanding that this person is my nurturer, my caretaker, and my provider and confidant. So this, and then that, as, as I said earlier, we assist in that process, but the, their job is much more intense. That's why and some back in the day when a woman entered the room, everybody used to stand. Remember that, good brother? Right, right, right. Or a woman walked near, you take off your hat. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but them days, you know, I was now. They hey, hey, hey. Excuse hey. me. Um, I'm What's sorry up? to interrupt, but yeah. I know I forgot to text you because this is so fast to do it. You have a caller. Hey, caller, how you doing, caller? Call on the line. Hello. Call hey. your lives. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes, yes. How you doing? How you doing? I'm well yourself. I've been on here for a while. Oh, we got listening. Lady Q in the building. Okay. Oh, Lady Q. How you doing, sister? How you doing? I'm doing well yourself. Wale, how's everything doing, bro? I'm holding it down. You know, 5 o'clock Sunday. It's, it's, it's our time. It ain't my time. It's our time. It's our time to share, build, and enlighten each other. I know that's right. And yeah. It, it, this is a very interesting topic. Y'all really got me with the turtle thing. I was in the market. I'm sitting back here like, whoa, what, what, what's going on with this here? You know me. Should I arrive with you anywhere you go? So, yeah, yeah, he ordered okay. it. He, he liked this, yeah. though, you, Shy? Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey. I mean, so Philly George, she dropped her thing nice. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yes, but, you um... Let's let's get it back going. Fired it up again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where we at? Where we yeah. at? Because I, I I was in the market. I I listening to y'all. I forgot what mm. I went in there for. I was like, what? What am I in this market for? I mean, now I'm, yeah, we okay, were talking about right. relationship. We were talking about relationship. Yeah. Right now, mm-hmm. 
How do you transition a casual relationship? Let's just say a casual, intimate relationship to a How do you get him to commit? That's your question. How do I get him to commit? How, yeah, how would you? How have you? How did you? How would you? I mean, well, have you been in that situation, first of all? Have you been in a situation where you was just casually seeing somebody? It, it wasn't even like a casually seeing somebody. It was like a friendship that built into something. Oh, that's beautiful, I mean, sister. It, it, wow. It, that's how things will go. It, mm-hmm. it, 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 if somebody's coming at me and mm-hmm. and they're coming on strong and wicked, saying little dumb stuff, automatically it's nothing near it's because you just turned me off. Mm-hmm. So when somebody's just hanging and y'all mm-hmm. talking and building a friendship, mm-hmm. that's first and foremost because if that other person has children and you have children, I feel that it should mm-hmm. be a law between mm-hmm. people, honorable, an honorable mm-hmm. agreement, not a law, but mm-hmm. Your morals should be on a higher standard because, one, mm-hmm. if you don't build a relationship, mm-hmm. there was a question that was asked on Facebook, and it, the response just blew my mind out of people. Mm-hmm. Right. The question was this. Mm-hmm. How long should you take to introduce yourself to someone you're seeing? Mm-hmm. Introduce them to your children. I'm sorry. Whoa. My my thing was and stuff. I said after mm. a private investigation, <laughs> after all the clearances have come back, and then you're still not sure. So take this time. I mean, like you need to sit back there and be around their people because right. their people, their people, mm. either side, their mm. people is going to drop something on you. That may open up your eyes and say, "Listen, I oh no, we can't do this." Then you'll be grateful that you did not introduce them to your kids. So, on a real level of things, mm. I would say, if you are seeing somebody, mm. as far as you do think that it's a possibility, you know if it's a possibility or not. Mm. But still, take your time. Go around those. That person's family, they barbecue, they um, get-togethers and stuff like that. Mm. And listen, because mm. if you sit around them, somebody is going to sit back and say who don't really like them, even if they're lying. Mm. You can still question it later because or that action will come out later. You right. They yeah. sit back and say, All right. oh, oh. Has has homeboy called you out of your name yet? He used to call Susie May all kinds of trifling things. Mm. Like, whoa. See, you get more information if you take your time to investigate. Hey, you can put that time in. You're absolutely right. But real real quick, before I don't want to hold you too long, but real quick, in my former life, you know, it was a a little undisciplined, a little chaotic, and a little irresponsible. And, but in my current situation, there is no dating. People, they just court. What is your definition of courting or courtship? Rather? A courtship mm-hmm. would be, was that realistically, mm-hmm. 
I would have someone around my people. I wouldn't try to be alone with that person too much because you're putting yourself in a situation that they may make you hot. And hot means <laughs> you may have that burning sensation of, wait a minute, mm, oh, yeah, he, he rubbed his hand like that, and I like that. Mm. So you, you try not to put yourself in a situation where mm. that you courting them. But how long would you court them for real? Or, or, or because honestly, mm. back in our history, mm. it was arranged marriages. Right. So exactly, right. You didn't get to sit back and play footsies and all this type of stuff too long. <laughs> there was no movie theater because <laughs> if, if the guy was there audible, he's coming to your dad mm. and and he's talking to your dad. Mm. Dad telling him, Listen, um, for my daughter here I want 20 sheets, you know? <laughs> so that value of yourself, mm. that self-respect, your morals have to be a standard of you're not going to cross that line. Courtship is not giving yourself to someone just because you're in heat. Mm. Holding hands in public places is fine. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be sitting around a man that I'm interested in too much all by ourselves, and I know that I'm attracted to him to that point that I could be caught up in it. Mm. Hey, I got a, hey, I got a question yeah. for you. Okay. What if your family members or your children doesn't like that person? Oh wow! Yeah. Like, what if he's a? Uh, what if the person is a nice person? He or she. Mm. There's something about him that he they don't like or they right. don't know. Oh, well, the whole thing is stuff. I, I have been in a situation with that, not that they didn't like him. Uh-huh. They didn't feel that he was he was that hard for me, like that thug-like type of thing. Because uh-huh. they looked at me as I was always independent. And... Uh-huh. And to have someone who is, he was a very awesome gentleman. Right. And, um, but he was soft-spoken. Right. And soft-spoken was, I was, able, I was able to guide him. Mm-hmm. And, and they knew that that ain't going to work long or, or because she needs a head. Mm-hmm. Not someone she's leading. Mm. Oh, so in other words, they 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 was uh they was like uh betting on see oh this ain't gonna last that long, man. No, I mean like he he hung in there for a while. We were good friends. I mean like uh, we text each other now. Hey, how you doing? Mm. Everything like that. This is years later. Right. There is is no hard feelings. I care about him and everything like that, but I, I don't see that. For us to be in a relationship, no, that wouldn't happen. Right, I understand. We can hang out, we can go have dinner, everything. We'll kiss goodnight. That's it. There's nothing there that 
that I would sit back and say, I, I know this for sure. He'll protect me. Right. He will protect me from harm. Right. But to sit back and say, I will keep the household. I will keep the household. I will sit back. Hey, hey, um, um, going to the market. Yeah, he's gonna go with me. He's gonna bring in right. all the groceries. Everything that a man does. Right. But at the same time, say if I'm not one who drinks. Right. So what is that? I may have a little wine every now and then or a wine cooler every now and then. But if he's a drinker, Mm. I know there's nothing there. There's nothing there. We have nothing in common that way. Right, Mm. right. I understand. I I, I couldn't deal with that. Yeah, I don't – I figure like this. You're right. You got to – you got to – you're right what you're saying. You got to put on like an interview with your kids, especially with your kids. Mm-hmm. You got, children, you, know, you, you got some crazy people out here. Well, that's why I mentioned. My children are grown, too, so I, yeah. I really don't have, have, have to right. worry about that. Yes, but, 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 but still, they're going to protect my You know, they're going to protect it, it, But my children would look at me and say this straight up and down. Right. If she cool with you and everything like that, it's fine. Right. If we hear anything wrong, it's a different story. Right. So it, 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 it's my life. Now, right. around my grandchildren, that's a different story. <laughs> I, I don't play all that. Mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't play anybody around my grandchildren. Right, right. Um, it, 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 it takes me a while to even be all right with that. Right, I understand that. Now, that's why I mentioned the courtship factor, because doing a courtship is a time of uh, what they call review or even or investigation. Now, when in my day, and I'm not that old, a courtship right. was, you know, you, you would sit on one side of the room with your parents and and the young lady would be on the other side of the room with her parents. Yeah. Right. And right. and it would it would be a time of questioning and concern and issues and things of that nature. And you guys didn't even get a chance to even talk to maybe the third or fourth time y'all was in each other's company. But that was right. a long time ago, guys. You know, these days yeah. man, you see people you know, getting a number on a bus next, you know, they, they, they spend it, you know, they Netflix and chill. You know, I don't know if y'all understood that term now, but that, you know, that's the new term that, you know, so there's no situation like that with everybody. But we, we, if we, if you were, if you had a courtship period, if you would try to implement it again, I don't know if it's too far gone, but if you, if you can teach this to uh, someone who's in search of, that, that that could be a time where they can really get to know one another. And it could be a time of uh, communication establishment before anything else. Because like the, the, the young lady said, yes. um, uh, 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 somebody might get hot for somebody and something might happen, you know, and so you don't, you don't want to be alone for too long. But um, yeah, that is the time of investigating the thing. But in, in this day and age, yes, you have to do thorough background checks on men and women because, yes. you know, 
um, some guys are dating some women with um, some a past that they probably would be afraid of if they found out, you know. So, yeah, you have to do an investigation. And there's a lot of people that, that suffer from chemical imbalance, guys. I mean, I mean, and their medication could be right for that moment. Right. And right. you could be dating a perfect uh-huh. entity, and then the medication get off, and, and they talking to somebody that ain't there. Or, right. or just acting different. Yeah. Or can hurt yeah. Right. right. You're right about that. At, at, at the day of age of, you know how, like, it's too quick. Now, when they say, today now, let's say, you'll meet somebody like a young lady or a young man, mm-hmm. even or. They say, yeah, I'm married, but we can be friends. What is that? I mean, if you're married, I'm not messing with you. I'm not bothering <laughs> you. You already is the relationship, but I want no trouble. I don't want no drama. That's where the problem is. And so for a person to say that I'm married as far as being in their marriage, as far as they're together, and they give someone their number, that person who, who receiving it after they done told them that, mm-hmm. it's a problem. And they take it, there is no respect there. First of all, you giving it to them, letting them know, Hilda, I'm easy. I, yeah, I, I, I played with you for a while. Easy. I, I mean, like you give out signals if you're just out there. It, it is. It's nasty. Yes. It, 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 you say, <laughs> they say you have a friend and, you not, and you're married. I'll be like, oh, see you later. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm through with that because I'm, I'm respecting that person. I'm not kind of I have, I'm, I'm well, no, it's, it's, a, it's a level of security because some people no. are – no, seriously, because, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to give you an example myself. You know, right. I'm, I'm a, I, I, you know when, I, when, I, when I'm on a project or a job or a task or a business venture, I give it my all, and, um, and that's kind of selfish. Right. But in the past, I was so caught up with work or running this – or establishing that, that somebody I, I was dating could have been having an affair. I wouldn't know because yeah, I was too distracted yeah. Yeah. from what I was doing. So, I, you know, and then me being a trustworthy, lovable person yeah. I am, I would think that, you know, they they, they, they behave themselves. They doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. And and so I'll be right back for a minute, okay? Hold uh, on. I'll be on the phone. No, go ahead. But um, I, back to what he was saying, I mean, it, it is possible. And sometimes... Oh, one sister I was with, her best friend. He was, he, he was in a relationship, but he was in a relationship with someone of his same sex. So they were friends, and they was friends before I met her. So she had a best friend who was a guy, and people thought, you know, people would talk to me and say, "Oh, well, that's weird. Like, why would you let her talk?" I'm not her father. And when I met her, they was friends. I mean, you're not going to stop being friends with people because you met me. I mean, come on. That's now, true right there. Right. Come on. That's true. It's, but if you're sitting back there mm. and you're just meeting a woman mm. and she tell you that she hooked up, but here's my number, what you want the number for? It's <laughs> just a flash. <laughs> I, ain't, ain't that what they say? Now I'm, I'm gonna give you another scenario. Now I told well, I was last a job for. No, no, why? Well, well, last last week I was had the same. We was talking about this. Now I was working with the Women's Business Development Center, and mm-hmm. I've helped 
uh, quite a few women, you know, go through this process. And in the beginning, it's kind of hard because people are kind of, like you said, a lot of people are, are in something, whatever you want to call it, they in something. I'll call it a situation. So they in a situation. Now, they know you, you're trying to help them, so they give you their number freely and their email, and they tell you to call them whenever. Yeah. Sometimes you're on the phone with this person, and y'all talking about a serious situation, and you're trying to help this person, and they argue with somebody in the background. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, you can't always say that it's just there's always no good, you know. Now, I'm not saying that, is, but it, that was a business thing. But... But he didn't understand. If you out hanging out with somebody, uh, mm, yep. you out and stuff, hanging out and stuff at the club or whatever you do socially, mm-hmm. and you had a barbecue, are you? You had a barbecue, and somebody mm. eyeballing you because women are fresh today; they're very fresh. Right. Um. So, um, you're there. You, you with your homie, everything like that. You, you, this woman and you make eye contact, and y'all, okay, you're looking, and you're trying to peep if she got a ring on because that, I mean, the people don't wear rings a day anyway. Some do, but right. then at the same time, we're not even supposed to wear rings. But the bottom line comes down to this. Mm. So she don't have on her ring. Mm. But then... Y'all make it around to speaking to each other and everything like that, and she didn't already sized you up. You checking it out? <laughs> Everything is fine. What's well, sister? Come on, wait, 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 wait a minute. Come on, chill, man. But um, she tells you, okay. I, I'm in a situation, but um, I'm looking to get out of it soon and stuff. But um, what's up with you? And you sit back there as a man who's hungry. You, oh, well, shoot. You coming like that and stuff. Hey, here's my number. But somebody who's trying to be honorable and respect the situation Hey, uh, no, sis, you know, I, I, you know, I ain't about that and stuff. I don't need no drama in my life. I'm drama free right now. But it was nice meeting you. You take it easy. And that's the respect that our people are lacking now. Mm. Even though somebody is coming on to someone else, male or female, they're coming on to somebody else and everything like that. And you flatter, but where do that line? Is there a line that you wouldn't cross? I mean, like, we're hearing this stuff of people, somebody finding out they're cheating on each other, and then they get caught, and she getting killed over it because dude couldn't accept the fact of it and all this type of stuff, or she couldn't accept the fact that he was cheating. It's getting crazy. So the bottom line comes down to be, where is your morals to sit back and say, hey, 
maybe somewhere down the line at another barbecue, so forth and so on. We may run into each other again, and hopefully you are in a better space of time. And if you're not, we were still speaking everything like that, but no exchanging of the numbers. Mm-hmm. So where do that line is drawn for that? Well, sister, in my opinion, and and I want to keep it one hundred. And I know, and you know that I know that I already know that I know that women choose the man. The man ain't choosing. He might thought he chose them, but y'all, y'all the ones. When you see something, you want you gonna get it. He don't even know. By the time he realized what happened, he a deer in the headlights. It's already up on him, and he's too late. But y'all choose y'all mate, right? Am I correct? It's not supposed to be that way. Um, No, I know. We turn down a relationship because of the man is not who we need him to be in our life. But where I'm getting at, I'm I'm just keeping it 100, you know. Oh, I've been told by many women of different ages, not by too mm-hmm. many younger ones, that when a woman meet a man, she already knows how far that relationship was going instantly. Well, Is that true? We would know. Yeah, we would know. But as far as us choosing the man, there is women that go out and 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 go ahead and go for the guy. But now, come no. wait, sister, sister. Hmm. You know, are you married? Not to get too personal, but are you married at the moment? I am married and happily separated for a long, long time. <laughs> Did you choose your husband? Um, at the time, we were friends. We were friends. We used to be able to play sports together and hang out and everything like that. So... It was the time that we just grew into a relationship. We grew into a relationship because he started coming around every day, and next thing I know, we're in a relationship. But I didn't block it, no. I was comfortable with it. I don't know. Well, maybe they lied to me, but there's too many women. They said when they saw this certain guy, whoever he was, they knew they was going to have him. One way or another, they was going to get him. So she was on a mission to make herself seen and known to him. So that that is possible. That's how she got him. Okay. So it is possible. Yeah. Okay. Now, I know here in Philadelphia, when I'm here, um, the sisters that I met here, they a lot of times they want you to approach them. Like they they might see something they like, but they're gonna wait and see if you're gonna make the initiative. Now I kind of like that a little bit because it reminds me of my day when I was coming up. Yeah. But I have traveled places like D.C. and New York, where you might be out with your friends and y'all could be watching a sporting event, and the next thing you know, you're getting a a complimentary something to your table. Yeah, and they, and they'll tell you, 
oh, it's a woman over there who purchased that for you specifically, mm-hmm. and she's waving. Now, that's stuff men do, but they, in other, other cities, this is how it go. And they like, come here. Now that you accepted the the gift that they sent you, <laughs> now they want you, they want you at their table so they can finish the conversation. Yeah, she should have put that voodoo on you already. She done sent some voodoo to you. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I, I, I hear you. I'm with you. I, I hear you. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So these sisters, especially in New York, very aggressive, very forward. I mean, and they say what they mean. You know, the conversation is not like, or, you know, you go out with somebody for the first time, and they're like, I just want a solid, and they're just nibbling in the plate. No, these people eating and talking to you and talking to you and saying exactly what they mean. Like, there's no time for BS. Like, they're not trying to beat around the bush. They're not trying to waste time. It's like, this is what it is. This is the situation. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? you like, wow. So, you know, because being from Philadelphia, it's like I was used to the opposite. So, yeah, being exposed to that was uh, very intriguing at one time. But then when I came back here, I was like, wow, you know, I kind of like how the women here would say, you know, they would they would they would try to get your attention in a subtle way without saying or doing anything. Mm-hmm. But and then you could tell, hopefully, they wanted you to come over and uh, uh, initiate or engage the communication. So therefore, it can go from there, which would cause some kind of chase or, you know, some situation of, you know, the, the show the interest, mm-hmm. you know, the. Uh, yeah, so it's, just, it's two types of situations, but traveling from the West Coast to California back to this East Coast and going up and down the East Coast, I have met quite a few sisters from different age range, and uh, most of them that are married or in a serious committed relationship that I've helped on a business level, because we get to talk on a personal level where once things are established, excuse me, and excuse me, and they'll tell me personally, when I met my husband or my man, my boyfriend or my boo, mm-hmm. when I saw him, I knew that was mine and I was going to get him. So unless he was with somebody or something, they didn't, well, they didn't even mention the fact that he was with somebody. They just said they, when they seen this particular entity that they wanted this, this, this in their life, and they were going to do what they had to do to get it. And I, and I was like, that's a lot of power, because I don't know if the men was even incomprehensible with this. This woman saw this man, she said, that's mine. And she claimed it, and it happened. And he, he probably wasn't even aware until it got really deep into the relationship. Then he realized that she chose him. He didn't choose yeah. her. Right. Yeah. So a lot of women have stated this. And I was just seeing if if that statement was true from so many sisters. It's, it, so women do mark a guy out and pursue it. Uh, 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 because I remember it, it was a while back that um, mm-hmm. when I used to hang out and study with my girlfriends and we was doing like the after-hour spots back in the day. Mm-hmm. And to this day, she's still married to the guy. Wow. And it's, it's been 30 years. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, she went after him. She had seen him a few times, and she, she liked what she seen. So, mm-hmm. yeah, she pursued that. But at the same time, they've been going through a lot of ups and downs, like some really 
trying times, but they fight through those trying times to make it work. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's like um, some women do choose a guy and pretty much so put them on their radar and say, that's what I want and I'm going to get it. Yeah, they do that type of stuff, but that's not how it's supposed to be. There's there is no rules no more. It's like a man finds a wife. He finds a good thing. <laughs> hey, Wallace, can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, um, and this is for everybody. Q, you can probably get this one. And when a woman, right, when y'all going out with y'all friends, mm-hmm. y'all be marking the brothers that y'all want to, you know, talk to. And since y'all friends, trust each other and y'all roll together as a group. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to go over the toes. They're going to wait because women have patience. They're like, okay, I'm going to wait for him to talk to me. Now, mm-hmm. is it true that y'all women put y'all thing down first come, first serve, and then as soon as you have it, nobody else is allowed to talk to them? Or do oh, y'all like just say it's a free, yeah, like, like the you know how the women say, okay, you know, they talked or the guy talks to that young lady first because he was just doing that to get to the other one that he really wanted, but he was just trying to be smooth about it and talk to everybody. But since well, he literally talked to that individual first, now she claiming it like, well, you talked to me first. That's mine. No, <laughs> if it's a, a group of women who respect each other, they will pretty much so know that their friend is interested in this particular guy, mm. okay? So you know what it is. So as that girlfriend buddy, you may sit back and help it out a little bit. Hey, are you married? No, 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 no. I ain't talking about ugly nigga. I'm talking about a joint that everybody wants. But due to the fact that he spoke to that one individual first, now do y'all all back up and say, okay, I'm going to have to wait because it's friends. I don't want you to go over your toes. Or is it the best one gets it, you know, they go to a attack mode. But they do different gestures such as, you know, well, bend over so they cleavage be out. Or I don't know what they do Walk real slow or shake their butt, you know. I don't know what they do today. I can't even remark on that. All, all I can say <laughs> is that with women who respect each other, if a guy is interested and it's like three of y'all there and he comes over, he, he may stand in between the two he's not interested in and buy them something to drink or something like that or something, make up a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. But the one he's interested in, he's looking at her while he's talking to y'all. Mm-hmm. So one of them that he's in between, they may be thinking, that, oh, he's interested in me. Okay. But, I mean, come on. This is where that and stuff. Women need to stop opening up themselves to any old thing because a man who's talking to her friend order to get to her, you're sending mixed signals. You grown. Won't you just go ahead over there and talk to her? 
Wow. And if the girlfriends are interested in them, right. they're supposed to back off. Ain't no way. Oh, girl. Well, well, when we go back there next week, we're going to really see what's up because he was standing in between us two. Because if he really wanted you, he would have came over there with you. No, maybe she was talking to somebody on the side of her. He don't know who it is, and he's trying to check out the environment first. Some men are smart enough to do those things. But, see, you got to understand, some men come with their homies. And if they see that lightning bolt that's chilling with a whole bunch of ugly ducklings, <laughs> every man going to go after the lightning bolt and the ugly ducklings is just, you know, leftovers. It's part of the equation. So you got to, you know, when they say in that, that person might talk to that individual first, you got to understand there's a lot of people coming at the same product. Well, the bottom line is it's whoever they're interested in. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody, it's one of the women out here today. I don't know what they do. Just like I said, I don't know what they're doing out there. I don't have time to do that saying, type of stuff. I'm just saying because some people get mad because they could have said, well, I have a better conversation. I have a better relationship with you than the person you with. He's he's just not interested. I mean, like, he didn't didn't have his eyes on you. So so that's an easy given out of respect of, okay, well, my girl, I mean, hey, he, he was really checking her out, so... Lee, somebody is okay right now. I mean, like, come on. We all don't need to be battling over no doggone men. Sooner or later, they will be battling over men. So basically you're saying the men should start to be straight up and don't try to play test the game. Like, they go to one joint yes, and get to the joint that they want. Be honest. Be honest about it. Just all, all this little game stuff, these women out here, are strong enough to tell you what they want to do to you on night number one, two, or three. <laughs> so why can't a man not play games and be straight up and sit back and say, okay, um, excuse me, can you introduce me to your friend? She's going to say, what? <laughs> you know, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, like, is she with the guy that's standing next to her? No, we don't know him. But that way he can go ahead over there and slide and excuse me, bro, um, I need to holler at my friends real quick. He can play the role and step in and get get it over with. But why play? Why play? Wow. Well, you know what, guys? I didn't even know that this type of stuff was still going on. You know, maybe I'm out That's of touch. That's what I said. Nobody's saying wrong. Where's the problem yeah. at? I remember that in the 90s, but I mean, today I don't even know how, I don't even know how people date. You know, you just meet people and, you know, if, if, if people are lucky enough to cross each other's path and they conversate over a short period of time, over a long period of time, then they develop a friendship and she stayed yeah. in. And through that friendship, the relationship is developed. Now, sure, what you're talking about is the, uh, maybe the club or bar scene or or something like that, bro. I'm just talking about, uh, oh, him. Fred, um, chill, what you talking about? In the bar, yeah. chill, you know, y'all atmosphere that y'all do? What? Well, what, what, what type of environment we, we we in for this situation to happen, Chill? 
The show ain't listening. He in and out. He, he oh, just goes you know what? This guy, he just throwing out. Now. He can get, all, he can get on the phone. You know what? He was talking about the I think he was talking about clubs. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't do clubs no more. No. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Why is the dating app so popular, sister? I asked that question earlier, and the sister gave her. I heard you. you. I, I heard that. But um, mm-hmm. the dating app, well, I can say from one of my dear mm. friends. Mm. Um, I was informed of it and I had pretty much so said I didn't like that because mm. first of all, you're meeting with somebody that you don't know who the heck this person really is. So um, the dating app is popular because Women getting tired of seeing the same guys, I guess, in the same atmosphere and stuff. If they want to do something different, like I met you online and we kicked it and it was all right and stuff or whatever, it's a mystery. It's because that person information online, nine times out of ten, is, is a lie. <laughs> so, <laughs> So you play in with somebody mass. You you play in with that person who's sending out the interview person mm. for the job. Because to do something like that, you didn't got desperate as far as I'm concerned. Why? Why would you want to? I mean, go to the supermarket. Go to the laundry <laughs> mat. The library. I mean, go to the library, yeah. Go, I mean, just make it, I mean, like, come on. You want Lowe's. to be a stranger? The, the sister said she meet nice brothers at Lowe's because she know that they contractors or they good with their hands. You don't say, wow. They in there fixing something and can fix something. Yeah. Home Depot, you know right. that they're capable of doing repairs. Yep. Something. And she was on point every time. Every guy she met, it didn't last for a year, but every man she met, she but then she got two or three houses because she's a multi-property owner, and she met a lot of contractors, and she got her houses done really nice, you know. Really. I, I know that's right. I mean, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't, mm. you don't want any old body around you. It, because the, cause the person who always said, oh, I had, I had, I had, mm. It's like a burden because mm. what are you doing now? What what about hookups or uh, coworkers? How do you feel about in situations like that? Like a family referral, you know, a sister or girlfriend is trying uh, to hook you up with somebody. I, I don't like that because okay. if it don't work out, it's a problem. Yep. Always. It's a problem because cause that little tension is there. Mm-hmm. Y'all may have been seeing each other for a good six months to a year, mm-hmm. and everything is cool. That other person is cool with them. Everything is cool. Mm-hmm. But when something happens, who they calling first? Girl, let me tell you, he had 13 kids <laughs> and two states. <laughs> And he only told me that he had little pookie. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I found out a baby mom. Wow. You know, I done moved them in, and mm, mm, and mm. she happened to be in town. Only one of the baby mamas was in town, and she happened, he he didn't tell me about it. It was like a little argument that he ran into, her and it wasn't no big thing. Mm. This is what he told me and stuff, and next thing I know, this court child support papers coming to my house. Mm, 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 mm. And I'm telling him, no, you got mail. Your mail normally goes to the post office box. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what's up? Mm-hmm. Oh, open it, open it, open it. I didn't tell him what it was. He just told me to open it as normal. Like I mean, like you know, we close. I open it up. All twenty four hundred kids is listed on it for child support. Oh my! So what about coworkers? Dating coworkers? Yeah. No. Mm, okay. I mean, people do it, but what if y'all fall out? I had a, had a girl when that did that <laughs> on the job. I seen that too one time. It was ugly. And, and <laughs> I'm telling you, they was kicking it for a long time. Ooh, man. And something had ugly. happened between them. Mm-hmm. And, and she called me up and told me, girl, he he put me on blast in front of everybody. At work. Um, at work. It was ugly, ugly. And I was like, I told you. I told you. I said, you stop that jump. Well, we did, but every now and then we would meet up in a conference room on the seventh floor, mm-hmm. and, and <laughs> things would happen, and we would come back down. I thought everything was all right. Uh-huh. You know, I I really do love him and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. what you did in that conference room, he didn't put you on blast at work. When are you going to learn? Mm. What are you going to learn? Now, mm-hmm. with me, I sit back and learn from other people's experiences. Right, exactly. You pay attention to other people's experiences. Right. Mm-hmm. And I always hung out with the older group anyway. Okay. So when they was 23, 25, going in the bar, they would take me with them, and I was 16. I wasn't drinking or nothing like that. But they were going there shooting pool and everything like that. And I was able to walk in, and they wouldn't even bother me because I wasn't doing anything, just hanging out with them. So as time went on and stuff, I was able to see other things unfold. And I was like, oh, okay, I, you know. No, y'all, y'all go ahead. To the point of these friends of mine, they was able to do things in the hotel room. I, I didn't go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they were in the hotel room, one hotel room, there's two couples in there, and they would get it in. And I was like, <laughs> y'all, dude, what? Mm-hmm. How does that, what? First of all, one of them couldn't pay for another room? Mm. Y'all crazy. Nah, it Wait, was, it two was couples? Huh? Two couples was in one room? I, I, didn't, I didn't get that. Yeah, two couples in one room. Oh, 
Oh wow. <laughs> they was each in love what they do. Mm. But they just wanted to get it in and they got it in. And I was like, Y'all, oh that's oh, how can y'all do that? Mm. I mean, friendship is all that, but it ain't like that. It ain't like that. No. Where would you not cross that line? Where was that line at? So if you was able to do that, mm. I don't know if y'all swap partners or not. They probably did, yeah. They probably I'm did. just saying. I don't I'm, know. I mean, I'm, like. And they did. They probably did. I ain't putting it past them. Yeah, they probably did. I'm not putting it past them because that's mm-hmm. some crazy stuff. Right. You ever so, noticed. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You ever notice when you get you got old, you got older? I'm fifty now, right? Mm. You look at the, you look at what you did when you were younger, and mm. look at now and like, oh, it's a whole different it's a whole different game. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's like it's you, not like, really that different. You just grew up and matured you, out of yeah. it. Yeah, you, you grew up and like I can't do this no more. No man. Well, it depends on your upbringing and what you was doing. Like I said, you know, we, we, we had to court. Yeah. It wasn't even no dating. You know what I mean? So, and it was a time in my life where, um, you know, I, I I did what I wanted to do, but then I realized that that, that, that was important to actually right. spend time to get to know somebody yeah. in a situation. But how things have came about later in the right. latter days, you, you're lucky to cross each other's path somehow, and then you build a friendship, and from that yeah. friendship, then yeah. you branch out and you it might develop into something other. I found that to be best compared yeah. to all other methods. Now, one good question I wanted to ask both of y'all, male and female, while you're on the phone. Okay. There's a, a, um, a young lady came to me one day, and she said that she experienced something called love at first sight. Now, what is that? Oh, okay. Let let Q go first. No, you go first. You talk longer. You <laughs> <laughs> be all over the place. Well, love at first sight. I think or love at first sight, that might be, I don't believe in that because you might see something that you want for that mm. time. To to love somebody, you gotta get to know them, spend time with them, fall in love with them. All right, wait, wait, wait. Let, let me quote. She said, "Her heart stopped. She couldn't uh, breathe, and she caught an instant fever, and she couldn't move." Now I don't know what was going on with this young lady. But you she explained what? this to me, and I couldn't explain because I, I haven't experienced that. But now uh, let's I, get the female perspective on what you think, sister. Okay. I think she she might have stepped in some bubble gum. <laughs> and then and then she seen something at the same time that shocked her eyes. Okay. So her heart got weak. Mm. And I mean like it it can happen. You you can sit back and honestly, on a real note, sit back and look at somebody and say, wow. 
I see somebody. I would like Go ahead. to be in love with that person, but you lust in that person because you don't you know them. Right, you're right. You lust in them. So the love at first sight is like you taking a person at face value over whatever they're doing that you like and everything like that. But at the same time, are they who you think they are later on? Right. So it's, I mean, come on. You, I mean, being a woman who, who has seen some brothers out here and everything like that, maybe well-groomed, everything. Right. Nice, nice. Right. But I don't lust after anyone mm. because if I'm going to lust after you, that means you can do whatever you want to do to me, and it won't matter. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, I tell you one day, I, I, I never forget this one day. Ooh, um, I, I never forget this one day. Mm. One one lady, she real, she liked, she real, she liked me. Mm. She was this beautiful lady, mm. beautiful lady, a beautiful heart. Mm. I just could not believe how beautiful this person was, and I turned into a total klutz around her. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I said, I, "She intimidated me," <laughs> and I never said that in my life. That mm. fine. Mm. I she, said, that why, with a guy. She, she said, she said, why out of all the people that want to talk to me, you don't want to talk to me? Mm-hmm. I told her to scare me. Mm-hmm. Because I wouldn't know what to do. Like I wouldn't know what to do with yeah. her. I've experienced that. Yeah. And and she actually made me listen. Three times I tried. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't cool, always cool. I'm all right now. I'm, I'm, I was shy. That's why I named Shy. I was shy before. But I'm not shot man. I could talk to anybody. <laughs> but then uh, I didn't handle no rap. Mm. I didn't know how to approach him. Mm. And she just made me into a a total nerd. Made me nervous. She brought the mess out of you. You ever I had that? that? You went through that too, sister? I have went through that with a male. And and to this day. To this um, day? To this day. Wow. He would text wow. me and everything like that. Mm. He get around me. He clamps up. Mm. So. You still can't do it. If I gain 200 pounds, I know that he would still love me. Oh. Wow. That's awesome. Now, wait a minute. I got... I'm going he just shot. He, he he was just. I mean, he just shut down. He he's like, mm. I don't. I just don't know what to say. Mm. I, I mean, like, right. When you're conversating, mm. and I want to say something, I just I don't want to feel that. Right. Mm, I'm not bringing a good conversation. So so what I'll do is talk about things that he's interested in so he'll talk. But at the same time, 
to be in a relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point, I'm telling you, everything has shut down. He he just could not function. Right. He's an awesome mm-hmm. dude, but could not function around me. Mm-hmm. And I'm but, like, uh-huh. I, I don't know what to do about that. So wow. I've had that happen. I mean, it, it's possible. Yeah. So that love at first sight thing, yeah, that can happen. Well, wait a minute. It was it was a, it was another young lady. Now explain this. She said when she got on the phone for the first time, she met the guy through social media. She saw his picture, but when she picked up the phone, immediately, I don't know if it was in her mind, or if it was some psychic connection, or the universe, or the ether, or something. She said that she was talking to the guy on the phone, and when she looked up, she was on the floor crying. Wow. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Now, I didn't know what to tell her. I was like, I don't, I never heard of that. So I didn't know how to explain. She said it was just something came over her and it was a feeling that she just fell out and just couldn't, she went through something. And then she just, she couldn't stop crying. And, you know, and then she just sat on the edge of the bed and um, finished, um, you know, letting out her emotions. And she just couldn't, she, she just, it was something about the individual that wow. she had just encountered. Now, um. Yeah. So these things have happened. Now, what I've studied is called EKG. Some people we all have different frequencies. Right. Mm-hmm. Some people frequency match, and when you be a matching frequency, it's it can be very intense. But it's mm-hmm. rare. But it happens. But it's just frequency. It's the heart rhythm. So the heart rhythms meet and they match frequency. And when you do. The heart instantly connects. It's like mother and child. Like I was going back to that earlier. The, right. the child heart mimics the mother's rhythm, and they become in sync. That's mm-hmm. why the a mother is so close to her offspring always. So the same situation can happen to two entities. Now, um, Einstein had a theory called interquantum entanglement. And he said you could take two particles that was once a unit, separate them throughout galaxies, and they would still react the same way and the same motion. And if they ever came near each other again, they would mimic and become one unit. Now, the reason I got I didn't want to get too... Like that movie Hancock. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't want to get too too scientific Uh about the situation. But there are situations where people have interacted. Now, it has never happened to me. I've mm-hmm. met somebody, like the brother said, and in my opinion, yeah, she her her outward appearance was, um, to most men, you know, most places we went, the men was just, you know, just like they jaw would drop. But that's just outer appearance. They didn't know her personally. You know, on a personal mm-hmm. level, she was so driven and focused that she was ruthless and relentless. Right. She would stop at nothing to get what she wanted, and she always got her way because of the way she looked. Right. Mm. Right. So, um, yeah, and we, we we gave her the nickname Medusa because she right. would just she would make you just turn to stone. You know, you just couldn't like she she yeah. would look at her. And her gaze, yeah. So, well, I, I later uh, felt as though it was kryptonite. I was like, that's a hell of a distraction. Excuse me, and I don't mean to, to get negative in that situation, right. but her objective was to use what the universe gave her to distract you to get what she wanted from you or out of you or in a situation. So she would get over 
by you you, you being distracted. So, right. uh, yeah, they, they, you know, some brothers called the Medusa. I was like, well, it seemed like a form of kryptonite, you know, so it's like it'll weaken you or knock you off your senses. Lo and behold, this same woman actually did finally fall in love and wanted to be in a serious, committed relationship with me, of all people, and was shocked. Right. The whole city was coming back to me saying, I thought y'all was together. She said, y'all going to be, you know, and I was like, wow. So that wow. was as close as I ever got right. to the situation of what we call love at first sight. Now, the, the last and final situation it's called a spouse of covenant, the person you were meant to be with. How do y'all explain that? Hmm. I let you first. Well, I mean, like it's 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 something about have you met that person yet, or or this is well, this how you waiting on. Well, this is something that this is how deep the situation is. The person already know who you are, mm-hmm. but you don't know who they are. Mm. Mm. Wow. Well, it oh, that's that's interesting. Have y'all heard of this term, spousal of covenant? Hmm. Have you heard this? Not I quite. I, I'm. I mean, like. Uh, that's like a predestination. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't want to use that word, predestination. And my father, he he lived in Southern California, and he knew he was about to die. Mm-hmm. And he, I flew out there because his wife said his time. You know, he was pretty intuitive. And when I went out there, his life force, his chi was low. So yeah, he was losing his life energy. Right. Mm-hmm. And every day was getting lower and lower. And then somehow we brought it back up, you know, me just cheering him up and cutting his hair and, and kissing him on the forehead and making him walk yeah. and feeding him. Yeah. He, he he started walking around and laughing. At, I mean, it was a miracle. But um, me and his wife had gotten to a little disagreement. And I said, well, I'm going to just fly back to Philly. So I pulled up my American Express, ordered the ticket. He didn't think I was leaving. He probably thought we would, we would make up. And I would stay, but I really didn't want to further any kind of conflict just to keep peace in the home because he was ill. And I guess he knew if he leaves, I'm going to go back to losing my chin and it's going to be that. So the night before I left, he took me out to the pool because they had a pool in the back of their house. And we stand in the front of the pool and we're looking down at the city. And it's beautiful in Southern California. And he had this huge long conversation about the spousal covenant. And he was really trying to tell me something that I really didn't, I couldn't comprehend because he wouldn't just come out and say it. He was always one of them guys that just wanted to kind of like, you know. In other words, put it like this, and this is deep, guys, and this is true. Mm-hmm. There's somebody that's actually responsible for you. Mm-hmm. And whether you know who they are, you don't. Mm-hmm. You might have encountered them. You might know who they are, but not know their position or responsibility in your life. Okay. I understand that. Yes. And they are here to help you quietly without saying I'm the one that's helping you. Mm-hmm. Like a guardian. Yeah. Right. Or a, I don't want to say godparents. I don't want to put it in a parental term because it's, 
if you ever grew to a certain level of understanding and maturity on a on a spiritual mental level mm-hmm. then you guys can see eye to eye and you can live the life to the fullest yeah so there are two lives you're living is the life that you you're living now because of the choices you made it's called cause and effect mm-hmm. and then that some believe that there's a whole nother life awaiting you that you're probably completely unaware of. Uh-huh. And in that life, there's someone there to assist you with the transition of the new situation. Okay. What, what's and that's already known by multiple people. You just don't know it. Yeah. Yeah, once you, once you said that, I, I would say this. What? Right now. <laughs> right, right now. uh I had that situation until I had a heart attack. What? Wait a minute. Oh, and then after I had a heart attack, Mm -hmm. my life is never going to be the same because I'm not the same person no more. Okay. But I'm so better. Maybe God changed me. Mm -hmm. But after the person was with me so long, he had a stroke. Because she thought I was gonna, I was gonna die. Mm. But that old Sean, that was that life for me is no more. I understand. You know what I'm saying? I I got you two hundred percent. Heart attack. Your body is not the same no more. Right. I'm still alive. Thank God. Who who assists you in that situation? It was a person that was into God, love God, I was an angel. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful person. Mm. And we was about to get married and then it happened. And I don't think I'll, I'll never meet nobody else like that again. Well, where is that person? What happened to him? Yeah. Where's the person at? Uh, saw me in the hospital I couldn't take it. She thought I was going to die, and and just went away. And then she, uh, her family, her brothers was like, her family told me that she had a stroke. Oh, right after me. Hmm. Yeah, I was I don't matter how she feel. Mm. Cause God brought me back. Mm. I would still love her. How she would be, mm. but you know it's time of week. You know what I mean? But I'm I'm not. Uh, that never happen again. You know what I mean? But mm. I say never, never say never. But like I say, hey, some things happen for a reason. Because I don't, I don't um, question what happened. It just happened. You know what I mean? Mm. It was good while it lasted, but I just say, hey, I, you know, hey, it taught me. It might have saved me. Something saved you for a reason. You know what I mean? And it made now, me for Go ahead, bro. It made me, I think it made me a better person because it taught me to accept life more, to respect ladies, and to be so, a better man. That's true. That's true, and I'm I'm glad you, you mentioned that. But maybe if I put it in a different perspective. So let's say you... 
you don't want to be unevenly yoked. Uh-huh. Right. Right. And, and somebody is, well, they think in their mind that they are on a higher spiritual level. And they think so. Right. They assume this. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So y'all, what I mean by yoke is y'all want to have the same understanding. You know, I don't, I don't want to get into terms mm-hmm. of certain mm-hmm. cultures. Right. Right. I understand. But y'all want to have the same mind, the same philosophy. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You, 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 you don't want to be eating or doing something that's going to offend somebody that you supposedly love and then cause conflict in your in your situation. Right. Right. So, with that being said, you want to have the same mind. And hopefully the same philosophy on discipline, because that's basically what it's boiling down is it's it's a lifestyle discipline, and right. your choice of path that you're walking. So, um, I believe somebody stated, oh yeah, that the marriages used to be prearranged by mm-hmm. parents, right. Well, these days, a lot of times, the spiritual community is taking part and and putting people together. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Like, is is one an app called Christian Mingle, for instance, the mm-hmm. largest dating website for Christians. Right, mm-hmm. right. And then you got Catholic Match and Judate and and and, and um, Muslimina and things of that nature. So. Is to keep people within the same mind frame under in the same understanding, looking for the same person who thinks and and lives like them on that mm-hmm. lifestyle level. Right mm-hmm. now, a spousal covenant can play a part in that situation. Is saying it, the spiritual community has pre arranged someone to assist you. Does that? enlighten that concept to y'all because I, I didn't get a lot of feedback from that, the spousal covenant situation. Um, I believe, yeah, you, I, I, I believe some, it, that can happen. Like somebody could be in your, in your corner that might be better for you. Mm. Might keep you focused. It might mm. be for a different, different reason. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, could be just to fill that void, to keep you on mm. a good path. You never know what happens in life, you know what I mean? Mm. Have, well, everything happens yeah. for a reason. Right. And I believe, I believe, I'm sorry, I believe, mm. and I'm saying this, I hope I'm not, not what you say sometimes come to pass, mm. but I say the old Sean, which is still the new song, but I'm just different person now. Mm. I was wild and fiery. Mm. I'm more nicer and godly now, mm. and I don't have that in me no more. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to it's hard to explain. I can't explain it. Mm-hmm. It's like now I don't have a desire no more. What, what happened? I don't know what happened to me. Maybe because I had a heart attack. It's not in me. I'm coming off the topic. I don't know. I'm just trying to explain. What a spousal covenant conversation is very important because I don't have that no more. When when Abraham met Sarah, and there's a story called Abraham and Sarah in the Bible, I'm pretty sure a lot of people know about this. Because mm-hmm. all three major religions understand this man named Abraham. Right. Abraham, yes. Right. 
Sarah was his spouse of covenant. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a lot, a lot of time that's overlooked in a, in a situation. It's, it's well overlooked. You know, it's not even talked about. It's like a quiet little briefing that people just shuffle over. But um, a, a character of such with such importance, who, who was called the father of all three major religions, had to have somebody of importance next to him in order to be doing what he was doing because he's literally getting ready to change the planet and mindset to the people, whatever they was doing previously is now going to change and they're going to be doing something altogether different. So she was assigned to him, but that conversation is not really picked up on and discussed. Now, last but not least, and you guys can tell me if you just believe this or not, um, Match.com uses a DOD database. Because they said people lie. I think somebody said people lie on, on dating sites. But mm-hmm. this DOD database mm-hmm. matches up n- numbers, and numerically they match people. And they have a, a 78% success rate with marriages, not just dating. So do you believe that through some form of math that you could be connected to the right person and not the lying person who's trying to paint a, a Mona Lisa on a social media? I don't believe it. You don't believe, I don't believe it? it, but I wouldn't doubt it. But I don't. I don't believe it. I, 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 I would I, say I don't. this: our lives, everything around us, everything is dealing with numbers. Everything, right. everything is about numbers around. Mm-hmm. Everything you do has to do with some type of numbers. Mm-hmm. You're always looking at the time clock. I got to do this by a certain time. I got to be here by a certain time. Or if you're in the market, you're counting out your money. Numbers, numbers. Everything Mm -hmm. is about numbers. Our lives is numbers. Mm -hmm. So security numbers. Everything. Our debt that we don't even know we are paying back. It's about numbers. Everything yep. is about numbers. Life in general is numbers. But at the same time, mm-hmm. we sit back and not realize how mm-hmm. deep this rabbit hole goes. Mm-hmm. So to sit back and say that someone may be assigned to your life, yeah, mm-hmm. it is true. Someone is yep. assigned to you. But wow. you don't know who they are. No. Unless no, no. they are in your life. <laughs> will you recognize them as far as being assigned to your life? That's the point. So, I mean, so you because a lot of people say there's a time and season for everything. <laughs> but at the same time, some people just don't go away. Some people you outgrow and move on. Mm-hmm. Right. But it just comes down to we don't know who that person is. They may know who they are. Yeah, they do. They know who they their are. Their assignment is you. Yes. Or someone else. Every that street. assignment is you. That means you've walked down the street right into them. Huh. I, I mean, like, they may say <laughs> something else, but you may not know who they are. Right. 
You may talk to them and not recognize that person. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. y'all may click in a way and be like, I got to meet that person or I got to say something to that person. But things keep getting in the way of that. But when you start feeling, there's a connection here. It's, but I don't know what it is. And it may not be the intimacy connection. Is the road that you're on that other people are a part of it Mm -hmm. that may not accept what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But for that timeline, that person is assigned to you. Mm. Wow. That's interesting. Man, that's very... Deep. Very interesting. So the reason I brought up the Match.com, and thank you for that statement, because Match, there are people that are paying all, um, a, a undisclosed amount of money, and they want to know who is that 98 percentile person for them. Now, sometimes they get that person. They get their picture and their profile. That person could be married or in a relationship or whatever, and they have to go, would you want to know who that person was? Uh, that's the question. Would you want to know who's the most perfect person mathematically for you? Uh, would you want to know? Yeah, uh, would you want to um, know? I'm not that curious. No. Me neither. Oh. That's kind of scary. Well, it, it'd, be, it'd be too tempting. You would want you know, most people would be like, I, I got to meet. <laughs> right, right. Hey, right. I'm not that curious. No. Right. Right. Good. All, all Good. because to meet that person who's who could possibly be that perfect partner to me, mm-hmm. and they out there and they're waiting for that connection, mm-hmm. and I missed that opportunity. Then what? Then what? I, I mean, I'm not that curious on a lot of things. Mm. So to, to sit back and if, if I met them on our own, I, I'm not going to go on the match site. I'm not going to do that. Mm, me do. Mm. To meet oh. them on my own and it's, it, it, it's this thing of like, wow, this is something mm. else. I, I just, I don't understand this here thing. Well, ladies and well, gentlemen. I mean, it's going to say this when you get married and say this, but you believe that that person is it. You so, do. But that, you find out. I mean, some of us find out it's not that person. <laughs> I know this couple right now who, who's been married 71 years. Uh, they <laughs> were meant to be together. Uh, 71 years. Wow. So I mean it's it's real stuff, but I I I rather for them to just show up and and we out and about and it happened that way than me trying to find them on some dating site. Yeah, Mm-mm. yeah, you you right about that. I I, I don't do that. I, I but don't you know what though? You know uh, what though? I, I I speak from experience. I met mm-hmm. one young lady. She. She was um, a light-skinned sister from Louisiana. Right. Mm-hmm. She was Creole. 
Mm-hmm. And she just wanted to know who is this person. So, you right. know, the type of industry she in, you know, she makes a stupid amount of money. So she just decided, I want to know. Like, she didn't want to be alone. So she flew here and stayed with a relative and made, and, 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 and I guess looked at profile and got a friend of mine to set up a party that she paid for so we can actually meet. And yes, guy, it was true. We clicked. I mean, we clicked like, I mean, like I ain't never clicked with nobody that fast. And, and it was, it was a 99% success rate. And we, and we was like a month away from talking about actually married, marriage. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, um, what happened? I guess everybody's waiting for. So it just well, no, it worked. It was true. It did work, and it was just I never clicked with nobody that fast. I'm telling you, it was, but I didn't know she had went through so many things to get my attention. Like, wow. no, who who would spend that much money? to get somebody's attention, but it was true. Whatever information she got from whomever source, it was correct. You know, you can get along with this person, spend the rest of your life with this person. But it was, um, as you know, sometimes there's a lot of, um, there could be a lot of manipulation. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, people try to manipulate people on different levels. But, and this is the kicker. If you already have a spouse of covenant, that spouse of covenant, first and foremost job is just safety, security, and sanctuary. Mm-hmm. So at any point, if they feel like this could turn out to be something dangerous or threatening to your well-being or life, then they they, they have a, um, a right to intervene into a situation of such. And sometimes you click, we click so fast and hard that we just move in too fast. You see what I'm saying? And and it seemed a little manipulative. Like, you know, I'm going to spend a lot of money to get this guy, you know, (laughs) when I get in his mind. And you know what I'm saying? So, um, no, the type of, no, I'm about to tell you what really happened. The type of work at the end that they develop. OCD, where they become obsessive compulsive, where they have to be that way. Most successful people you know do have OCD, whether they know it or not. Because there's no way in this world you can be um, running a, a very successful industry without having obsessive compulsive. Things have to be done perfectly or not done at all. And that's just how people that are successful live their life. You develop this thing. So when you're dealing with people who don't have OCD, you can be you can seem a little awkward or annoying to the average person because they don't have that discipline practice in their life. But the relationship was so clicky that so much time was being spent that they was neglecting the industry. Mm. And they were going to walk away from their whole life and give all that up just to be happy in a relationship. Mm. Yeah, so then you have to make a decision. If this person walk away from that industry and yeah. give up the fame and fortune, just to be with you, what would you do? So I encourage them to continue their business and maybe later, later when they're ready to retire out of the industry, perhaps at that time. Well, that's cool. 
Yeah, I didn't want to do, you know, because a lot of people give up their career and be with somebody, and if something go wrong, you know what's going to happen, bro. They're going to be like, wait a minute. I gave up. <laughs> I gave up. Right. I gave up private jets and mansions and all over the world to be with you, you know what I mean? And blah, blah, you know, so that's that's how it went. But it were, it was true. The information that they got, it was correct. It was very much correct. So, yeah. Mm. But that's just one success story. Now, I'm not saying it's for everybody, but they do have a 78% success rate. Now, I'm not encouraging everybody who's listening to go run to Match.com. Match.com is not paying me to advertise their <laughs> product. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? This is not an endorsement or uh, a public service announcement. It was just a situation of a woman wanting to know mathematically who is best for her. And mm-hmm. her situation was correct. Mm-hmm. It, it was, I'm gonna say one thing that I'm probably um, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all go, mm-hmm. but it was this one situation. Mm-hmm. I was 21, mm-hmm. and this girl moved to Texas. She mm-hmm. got her um, grandfather left her a lot of money. She was the only child, only child left. Mm-hmm. And eleven relatives had died, and she was a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. And she wanted me to come and move with her and get married. And I never forget that. And she wanted me to get on this plane to come to come to her. And I, I didn't go. And the plane blew up. Mm. That, that value, the value jet. I was supposed to be on that plane. Mm, mm, mm. So I said, okay, that wasn't meant for me. Wasn't that okay? Then she wrote me a letter, and it was the death of my family, mm. and my niece lost a number. So she probably thought I didn't want to. I never found her again. Because mm. then, then I, we we moved, and she ain't know my address. I never found her. Mm. But it wasn't meant to be. We learned a lot today, bro. When you say, man, we learned about turtles. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we learned about obesity. Leptin is the, is the cure to obesity, America. We learned about the, the, the best relationship is to start with yourself in the mirror every morning when you're shaving and putting on your makeup or flossing or whatever we do in the mirror. You start with self. Your the best relationship is with you, and you becoming a better person. You know, and then there there are species that, that didn't have the attachment that you naturally were designed to have. So this, were you meant to be alone? No. Period. I'm starting to think. Everybody, is no, this it for me? No, you weren't. You weren't meant to be. alone. Some people, after long abusive relationships, they want to be by themselves, which I don't blame that. You know, they've been through a lot. So, but I mean, as far as a friend or a companion, you know, a movie buddy. You know, so you know when you when you get a mature level, you you got somebody you can just go to the movie and share some. You know, get popcorn, and laugh at a good movie or something. Or travel buddy, you know, cup somebody you can go to the Bahamas with, and you know, it ain't no strings attached. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, it doesn't always have to be a relationship in terms of a romantic situation. It could be a friendship, but you were not meant to be alone. Man wasn't meant 
to live by bread alone. You know, and all the way up until the mathematical relationship where you can calculate numbers to put people together. Even I think we even went over the EKG, the heart rhythm connection that people have. Um, and then ultimately the mysterious spouse of covenant relation that most people don't want to talk about. It seems spooky to some people that they have a guardian angel who look who, who look like a their neighbor or their sister's best friend or their mother's girlfriend or you know what I mean or their boss or you know they they their coworker or their you know what I mean you never yeah. know who it is until you're supposed to know who it is. But like Patty LaBelle says, somebody loves you. Right. That's deep, ain't it? Yep. And they're loving you like a parent. But quietly. Right. So when that song come on, somebody loves you. People take that song in different ways. And I've seen some people get really emotional when that song come on. And now you probably know why. If you think you're alone, you're not. Somebody looking after you. They was assigned by the universe, God, whatever you believe, on that level. It's a spiritual guidance. So it's not just an invisible entity, which some people equate their discipline with. There are assignments given to entities that are disciplined enough to try to help somebody get up that ladder where they at. So then, in turn, one day they can take care of somebody else. Ain't that nice? Yeah. Pass the buck. Right. So you watch these Hollywood movies and you would think you were alone. Or some people might have that question, well, why did that baby die? Well, it was too soon. Maybe it wasn't that time for that entity. Who knows? Some things are mysterious and unanswerable. Some things are out of your control. But there's cause and effect. And for every action is a reaction. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow, a lot of people on this phone call are going to be like, they're going to be in the mirror first thing, and I'm going to be like, whoa. Then they're going to be thinking about, whoa, I got somebody in my, you know what I mean? So life has changed with every phone call. You never know what you're going to get when you're on this call. But all the shows on here are fantastic, and I always appreciate the callers that call in. And the things we discuss, and we always get into other topics, like how did the turtle equate and all this? But now you learn something about a turtle. And can you imagine coming in this world that way? Right. Nothing, no mother, no father, just sand in the beach. And you're on your own in a gigantic ocean for over a thousand years. You got to try not to get eaten or squashed or killed. Uh-huh. Just survive on your own. Uh-huh. Wow. Ain't, now that's that name. We think a lot of people say, oh, I had it bad. Well, you ain't had that bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who you is. You ain't had that bad. <laughs> no, and the kicker is not to cut the conversation short, but imagine if you could actually talk. Imagine if, if, if the universe, God, gave the uh, turtle a voice and we can actually communicate and you can ask the turtle that's been here for thousands of years what like what like where do you start in the conversation like and, and you know what I, I'm gonna say something that's gonna be funny what it would be something 
that the animals can talk because they can understand us, but we can't understand them. Right. Most animals has been proven they communicate telepathically. Right. They hear each other's thoughts. They probably say if we say something, they might they might yeah. take us. They look at each other like he's an idiot, but they heard each other say he's an idiot. But you know, they we yeah. didn't hear, so they bust out laughing. Yeah. So, right. I so yeah, they do. It's, it's a fact now. It, it, yeah. it was not a hypothesis. It's a fact. Animals communicate telepathically. Only when we only when we know that can mimic us is a bird. Yeah, the parakeet. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I, and I know a lot of people on the call like, why, how, why would you talk to a turtle? Because your nature is to be in a relationship with a caretaker to provide for you. So that's what you're used to. That's the human. Okay, that's called the human conditioning. The human's conditioned that way to be in a relationship with something of similarity. But then you have species on this planet that 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 are not in that frame or mold, and we're all here to learn something from one another. That's why we were given the knowledge to to watch the turtle come out of the shell and go into that ocean, and then and to see his lifespan. Because I believe it was somebody on here earlier, and they said they was going through something, and their life was hard. But I I I I I I'll put some money on it. I don't think nobody on this call was life was a situation like that where they came out they shell and was on their own from day one. It's just uh, not how the human is conditioned. So appreciate the good relationships you had. Starting with your mother, you know, always go back to your mom. Your mom is very important. You don't care who you are. If your mother's still alive, maybe you should give her a call or visit her. But starting with your mom, if she was a good mom, she was your caretaker, and she did a lot. She was taking care of her. A helpless human. How would you say, brother? That's your first love. Your Man, mother. that's your first everything. Yep. Everything. You, you yep. know the time she invested in you? That's right. If you had to pay her back monetarily for all she did, could you put a price tag on that? Nope. Say you wanted to give her $30 an hour, 24 hours a day, up until what last year for you? It's like no, I'm just joking. <laughs> 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 I'm just joking, bro. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Yeah. But you can't repay your mother. No. No. Man, my mom had Lincoln Navigator. She just got a brand new 2018 SUV. I don't know what she got. People are like, man, you spoiled, man. Listen, my mom get what she want. Right. I wouldn't be standing here, you know what I mean? Come on, bro. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, it's just it's respect, it's consideration, and it's just the right thing to do, you know? And remember, that person that you dating, that's somebody's son or daughter, sister or brother. That's somebody's family, you know? So show them the respect that you will show yourself. You know, do to them what you, how you would do yourself. You know, I've seen people put people down and abuse people verbally, you know what I mean? Not necessarily physically, because that's not tolerated by law, you know. But in certain situations, one person could be up and, and treat the other person really bad because they feel like they got them in a bond or they got something over them. You know, don't. Come on, people. 
Because things come back around when you'll meet somebody that you like, and they don't like you, and they're going to do that to you. Yep. Or your children, even worse. And you have to watch your child suffer because you, come on. So let's keep it positive. You know what I mean? Keep it positive. Remember, your relationship with you is much more important. And there's, always some, there's something that always had it a little tougher than you did. It, trust me, something out here that had it tougher than you did. And the type of relationships you can have. You can have a, a common relationship with a friend, you know, or you can meet somebody in passing and y'all can build a friendship and grow from there. That's called the, the long term, which normally works because you become friends because you were friends in the beginning. So you'll know how to get along with each other. And Or you could take it even higher. You can try to understand the spousal covenant mystery that people don't get too deep into. And or last but not least, mathematically. You can mathematically find out who you're able and capable of getting along with, who you would click more to and become more friendly with and be able to communicate with on a much higher level through math. And then the EKG connection that you might have when your heart rhythm matches somebody else's heart rhythm and y'all both have an instant chemical reaction. That's called chemistry. But that's just pure lust. That turns into, you know, so you might want to be careful with that one. Right. You know, if you, if you see somebody and you just get warm all of a sudden, and for the ladies on the phone, if you're just getting hot in some area of your body and you can't tolerate it and you're breaking out with sweat, that's just lust. I don't know if I would feed into that <laughs> too fast. I would just be careful with that one. But um, my opinion, to cross somebody in passing or meet through some mutual means and build a friendship and then a relationship, and you'll win every time. Anything else you want to add, good brother? Uh, no, 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 no. You sure? Yes, I'm sure. But those believers trust in your God. You know, whatever you call your your uh, your your God. People have different names for their belief. You know, trust in in that situation and and, and see where that leads you. I'm pretty sure you won't be led wrong because again, the community wants to people happy because when people are happy and successful, people say, "Hey, look at them. They're doing good." So that's what's going to happen to me when I go into that community. So it's the job of that community to keep people within that community happy and successful. There's nothing wrong with it. So, you know, you stand for something or you fall for anything. I mean, guys, you got a lot of information this Sunday, as you do most Sundays. And I'm, I'm out an hour over my time, which, you know, I'm going to have to pay for it. <laughs> Whoa, we went a whole. All right, guys, I got to go. Chill, guys. Right. I got the show about to come on. Peace and love. To next Sunday, tune in, same bad time, same fat channel with the same fat man. All right, good brothers, sisters. All right. Y'all have a good one. All right. All right, people. Wow, what a show, people. I'm going to tell you all, right, you know, this is what's going on. It's called life. And I hope y'all got a whole bunch of information that might help y'all out for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? While I live, man, boy, you got to. Kidding me.
You drop bombs today. We had magic people jumping in the building. Hey, don't forget about checking out DJ Philly Joy. She comes on on Fridays. Every Friday, pin on 143-918-POUND. And um, she do it again on Mondays, every other Monday, on BevNet. Number one four five two three four pound, but tonight y'all better be ready. On point radio, good old <laughs> oh, what a Dre at nine o'clock tonight is about to turn it up. She has a topic for everybody to be interested in. For what she's talking about is, let me see if I can read this. Uh huh. Traditional versus modernized standards. There's many old traditions that we were taught to be or know. No, in our culture, that today's society glorifies. For instance, living with a man before marriage, having to pay, no, having a man pay all the bills while the woman stayed at home. Having a bride's father or family pay for the wedding and or no sex until marriage. But in fact, the man chauffeurs the woman around because she's the queen and not to be taken on the bus. The woman is supposed to have the doors open for her to enter and exit a car or even sit down in the chair. That's to be pulled out for her. But the reality is these things rarely happen in today's society. So what happened and why? Let's talk about it tonight right there on Point Radio. Uh-huh. Dot at number 724-444-7444. Put the pin number in, 143-343-POUND, then push one pound to enter the show and start to talk. Good old one of the very sophisticated ladies. And make sure y'all check out every host on Sound City Radio, especially on Point Radio 2 and BevNet and Purpose Kingdom and Glock Aware and anybody else who have a network. Because if you can't catch it at that time, you can definitely listen to the archives. Now, people always say, did I say something? So I'm going to tell it to you right now. Out means Obviously, you talk. So, who's out? 